Welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I am here today with Dr. Darius Schooler. She is a retired neurosurgeon, also a licensed pharmacist and physician. And now she is studying the microcirculation effects of Beamer, which I had the great fortune of actually trying. And it's an incredible, incredible device. So we're going to learn more about that today and more about her and why she's doing this. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm I'm doing great. We've had a beautiful day here, Courtney, in southern Indiana. It's been cool, sunny, clear. I've had my windows open all day long and haven't gotten hot. I mean, after the hot summer, we really had it. It was still yeah. kind of bad when we, when we saw each other last month, too. So I have not gotten to enjoy summer. As you know, I've only been home five days in the month of August. We were traveling and it was definitely all work, very low play. Um, so we were not outside at all. We kept talking about how we just wanted one day or like one hour, really, of full time. And I think we might have gotten one or two hours all summer. Um, so I, yeah, so I do not feel like I really experienced the heat at all because I was in freezing cold hotels and conference centers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was making the joke at one of them that I was going to die of hypothermia in South Florida in the middle of the summer. But fortunately, I did not. But I did have to go outside to warm myself up quite a bit. Um, but yeah. it's, it's cool here, too. It's like uh, it's definitely cooled down a lot. It's breezy. So my fiance loves it. But I like the heat. So I'm uh, yeah, but it's I know. My, my clothes have been, but I'm not complaining. I'm just like I'm mean, yeah. still my flip flops, you know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Stubbornly, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. anyway, yeah, and that's why I love the Beamer, honestly. Yeah, so um, how, okay, go on. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go I ahead. was just gonna ask you, so how did you even find the Beamer? That's an amazing story because I decided as soon as I saw that Ed Griffin, G. Edward Griffin, had begun the Red Pill Expo, My 300th episode. Yes, it well, was in, amazing in 2017. In 2017 was the very first one, and it was in Bozeman, Montana. And I was like, I was just so excited to be there. And there was a lot of fantastic speakers, but I also enjoyed walking around the exhibits and seeing yeah. things. And uh, I did not expect to see, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was pleasantly surprised by all of the uh, holistic wellness exhibitors that were there. I mean, you know, they were like similar to the one we were just uh, had yeah. uh, you had your uh, nitric oxide booster people with supplements you had your um, you know the metals like the colloidal metals that you can take in you know those kind of things uh, you had I don't remember if the sauna people were there but they were. Uh, like yeah it was yeah. just like yeah, they were at the, this last one but in 2017 but it, I was just pleased to see all these different things that you could benefit from. And I remember picking up this herb or that supplement or learning about this device. And I was walking down the hall and I saw this piece of sophisticated electronic medical equipment in what looked like a mini clinic setting. I mean, the only thing the sales lady didn't have, the exhibitor, uh, was a white lab coat. I mean, she was very poised and professional. She had uh, two massage tables covered with sheets, you know, and and then with this sophisticated piece of equipment between the two tables. And I went, wow, this is a little fancy. So I stopped and backed up and I go, hey, what's that? You know, mm -hmm. and uh, I let her explain it to me. And she showed me the video about the Beamer. And uh, when I and she didn't say anything. She just let me watch it. And I did not let her know I was a doctor. I was wearing mm -hmm. one of those Alex Jones tyranny response team shirts, you know. Uh -huh. And so, yeah, I was totally like, 
in the mode. And so at the end of the video, I said, oh, is this a real human being? She goes, absolutely. I said, this video is undoctored. Oh, absolutely. They would not do that. This is, this is solid scientific research. She's very, she stood by the research. And I went, oh, well, if this is showing what I think it's showing, which is the capillary getting better blood flow in it to the tissue. I said, what this is doing, uh, if it works this well and it sustains, that means it's helping the body help itself. And she went, exactly. So that's when I pulled out the neurosurgeon card and handed it to her. And she went, oh, oh. And I started peppering her with questions. She goes, no, I was an accountant before. <laughs> Bless her heart. But she did a great job. And I got on the Beamer. I had an eight-minute session. And she asked me if I had any discomfort. And the only thing I had that was new was I had sprained my pinky finger. I jam did you ever jam your finger like when you fall? Oh, yeah. or, you know, slip or something and it just jams mm -hmm. into a wall. That happened to me. And it happened in January 2017. And here it was June and it was still bothering me. Oh, wow. And, you know, it wasn't bad enough to go to the doctor or go to the therapist. I had a splint at home. I, you know, I just took care of it myself. And I told her, I said, yeah, this is bugging me. I said, I've got permanent nerve damage in my hands. I don't expect that to get better. But she goes, well, here, put your hands. And she put me on the little spot coil. It's round like this. I'll show it to you here with the set. And I laid there for eight minutes. And she goes, you're not going to feel anything. And I was like, I had zero expectations because, you know, I'm at this alternative health festival. I don't know what to expect. Sure. I said, okay, that's cool. I mean, so I just did the eight minutes. But she goes, let me know how you feel in the morning. And when, you know, I slept like a baby, I thought it was the nice hotel mattress. I really did. I, I just was like, wow, that was the best sleep I've had time. And then I, I remember her saying, check your finger and see how it feels. I looked at it. There was no swelling. It was perfect mobility, uh, no tenderness. I went, whoa. And I was look, looking at my pinky finger going, holy cow. I said something else, but holy cow, this thing really works. I got to find out what it's doing. That's amazing. I, you know, it's like yeah. literally something after five months was corrected. Yeah. All that just with one eight minute session of energy coming out of that little coil wow. that my hand, had my hand on and it wasn't on a high power it was on the lower setting so I thought this is profoundly significant so yeah. the rest of the time during red pill I'm sitting in the exhibit in the speaker hall and while the speaker's talking I'm sitting here googling everything I could find about Beamer right led me into the whole blood flow thing and when I realized after using, I decided to buy one because I was feeling so much better by the second session. The next day I said, I called my accountant up and it was a year I could still maybe take advantage of health deductions. She goes, Oh yeah, doctor, you can do that. And so, uh, I went ahead and took the leap and placed the order for the one. And mine at the time was over $6,000 after taxes. It was, uh, the list price back in 2017 was $5,990. And then your state sales tax goes on top of that. So that's even more than what the new model is that just came out in July. Um, it's about $500 cheaper than that. Nice. Uh, it, it's brand new advanced coil technology. It's just amazing. But anyway, I was happy to pay it because I thought this thing works, you know, and I'm going to use it the way they say. So twice a day, every day, eight minutes, you build up to a time where you can you know, do a rest and relaxation kind of session with it. And uh, once you're able to utilize it, throughout the whole day as needed um just use the body mat twice a day but then those smaller applicators if your foot hurts you put it on your foot if your hand is sore you can put it on your hand it's just apply it like you eat a big meal you can put a pad across your belly and it all is going to direct increased circulation to those areas by stimulating the muscles in the blood vessels so i spent the next year basically studying 
the science that and the biology that was being affected by the beamer signal and everything that you've probably researched on vibrations and energies and frequencies and um, like the 5G, which I think we were getting hammered with in <laughs> at, at the Red Pill oh, yeah. uh, and pension centers you, you go to. We I had to really stock up on protective, preventative kind of supplements beforehand just so I didn't get run down by that what extra. Do you, what do you do to mitigate 5G radiation type? What do you well, I don't have a specific 5G radiation protocol, but believe it or not, if you look at the eye prevention protocol that the uh, FLCCC.org, FrontlineCriticalCareDoctors.org, that's Dr. Pierre Corey, that's Dr. Paul Merrick, it's that bunch. Okay, they have some fantastic protocols and they keep updating them, which is great. So, you know, as, as even as COVID was changing, they were updating the protocol to include certain supplements. They had all the research behind them all. So I pretty much stock up on that little apothecary. And every day, though, preventatively, I take vitamin D3. I, I have, without fail, taken a full dose of vitamin D3, probably more than what most people would take, um, every single day for the past three years. Wow. And my D levels are good. They're on the high end of normal. They're not over high. Right. Okay. Um and then, you know, you want your K2, your zinc, uh, zinc, you don't need as much of unless, like I said, you're being, your immune system is being challenged. Yeah. And the thing to remember well, is- Zinc, any- you also need to be careful because it has an inverse correlation with copper, right? So- right, exactly. And uh, our front, mutual friend, Robert Scott Bell, knows about that very well. And yeah. I I'm, I get in on Love his calls. Him. Oh, he's so lovely. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's one of those sort of um, unspoken- supplements and the doctor group that you mentioned he too understands it very well so we we need all these minerals we need all these um uh cofactors these enzymes uh some and a lot of them are available and plants got put in the earth for us so black seed oil i try to take a teaspoon every day and one of the what side black effects, seed oil do i don't know what, what it does what is black oh, seed I, oil? I have a ginormous article about nigella sativa and it's actually a science paper and they call it a miracle herb. And this is like from India and uh, it has so many different uh, potential properties to help your body fight off various insults. And, you know, and I'm not saying it has a particular curative indication, but it's more kind of like beaver in a way, if you think about it, or some of the homeopathic things people do to help fortify your body to work at its best. So, for example, uh, one of the things it did, and I don't, eat, I still don't quite know how or why, but I swish it in my mouth, a teaspoon of it yeah. in the morning, and then I swallow it, and my gum health has improved. After doing that for six months, I went to the dentist. He's like, wow, your gums are healthier than I've ever seen them. Keep, keep it up, whatever you're doing. I said, dude, teaspoon, black seed oil, and no, you're not going to be putting that fluoride on my teeth. You know? Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, which then they look sad because they can't make an extra 50 bucks. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. I love you guys, but no, thank you. No. And uh, yeah, so, but, but yeah, there's, so that's kind of what I do. And, and even in spite of preparing, I w- got that little bit of a sore throat that first night. And I, I said, I can't get sick. I took the Beamer, wrapped it around my throat and blasted it. And I actually have some of the COVID antibiotic type protocols. So I did what I used to do back when I got tonsillitis all the time, because 
this is not a new problem for me to live with because I've had big tonsils since I was five. And ironically, I got them taken out in January 2020. Probably had COVID, blew my tonsils up so big they closed off my air passage. And I could have died, you know. And um, But the thing is, I'd always had to live with a scratchy throat. And I always had to intervene quickly because I couldn't afford to miss work. Right. You know, I can't, I, I, you know, for 20 and a half years as a solo practice neurosurgeon, I couldn't call in sick. Right. right. Dozens yeah. of patients me and they were in worse shape than I was I had to be on my game so I always was into this proactive care and I know that like some of it makes uh is cringeworthy for the homeopathic folks out there to have antibiotics and things like that but um I feel that with my pharmacy background I can edge with a more educated you know understanding of how to incorporate the allopathic and the homeopathic and the holistic naturopathic and use it all. And I keep Mm -hmm. telling them, this is what we have to do. The best of all of them. And they're complimentary. Like I said, you know, I think I told you this when you were at at the red pill, Beamer is a complimentary modality to all these other treatments. So yeah, you like hyperbaric, use it. It, Beamer is going to turbocharge it. It's going to make it better because you're going to have better circulation and all that great oxygen that you're absorbing from the hyperbaric is going to get delivered to every cell in your body. Or you're spending a lot of money on a fancy supplement and your your baseline circulation isn't great. If you use Beamer, that thing's going to absorb completely through your gut as much as your body's able to and distribute all those good, healthy factors that you need to every cell in your body. So I is just a value added to everything else you're investing in. And as I mentioned at Red Pill, it's the best way for you to get your money's worth out of all of your other wellness investments. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's because it's helping your blood flow. So. So interesting. Yeah. Just, I wanted to address what you were saying about uh, antibiotics because I know there's like a, a definitely a movement to demonize them altogether. And I mean, I I know I'm not alone when I say firsthand that I've experienced where I'm sure there may be ways to, you know, naturally or holistically heal things that don't require antibiotics. But there are definitely times where I'm really grateful I had them. Um, Yeah, they may. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm trying to do in my own mind is 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 what I'm visualizing or observing is there seems to be a tipping point. Between a um, inflammatory process that's taking place, yeah, I, yeah, I think where all of a sudden the balance gets tipped and your immune yeah. system becomes compromised from the chronic yeah. inflammation and stress, and then the infection kicks in. Well, I think it's a it's that you have I well I I mean you you may have a different perspective on this than I do, but uh, for me the way I looked at it is it's really about toxic burden. And so if you, yeah. and toxic burden is going to mm-hmm. lead to inflammation. So if you're in a, a position where the threshold has already exceeded what your body can detox and eliminate, then you're going to need assistance. Whereas if you're below that threshold, you might be able to fight it, you know, to detox, whatever is, uh, you know, creating the inf- inflammatory response. And it might take longer, but if you're willing to do that, you can do that. But there, there, I think you're right. A tip, there is a tipping point. And yeah, if you're past that tipping point, I'm grateful that we have antibiotics to help. 
So, right. And, you know, there are just times where um, it's like all the emergency interventions in, in, if you want to call it the allopathic sphere, sure. think about it, trauma care, um, emergency surgeries, mm-hmm. kind of stuff I did, you know, yeah. unpinching cords and taking blood clots out of people's brains. It's like, well, yeah, I don't think there's a holistic way to do that no. before you loads, <laughs> right? Or, you know, herniates. So it is sort of an emergency first responder, I guess, is the best way to word it is like a lot of the best of allopathic care is in that first responder um, injury, trauma, or acute situations. Like we know people were getting in trouble with respiratory problems with COVID, but we also know that proper application of critical care therapies like ventilators and BiPAP machines and oxygen were misused and they were not used in conjunction or properly with all the other things like early treatment. So again, this, and, but what happens to a lot of people is they're so harmed and wounded by this that they literally put up their dukes and go, oh, you white coat doctors are evil and, you know, all this stuff. So, uh, we're trying to do the best we can here. Sorry. Right. Um, but, but where people got in trouble is, and this going back to what we originally talked about, how primary care doctors lost the ability to earn a living taking care of patients and had to, like, sell out and do what they're paymasters at the hospital told them to paymasters at the hospital say, Oh, um, the government says we're going to give you 200 bucks a head for sticking needles in people. So you're going to do it. And you signed over to them. So you're on their payroll. If you don't do it, they're going to kick you out or cut your pay. So these people were putting in tenable positions and the only ones left are these direct pay physicians, direct primary care, um, and, and you have to still screen them because a lot of them, especially the younger doctors have not had the opportunity to appreciate the original, um, values of the Hippocratic oath and the, uh, like I said before, the Marcus Welby history taking, uh, decision-making, you know, synthesis in your brain of look, uh, you know, making a diagnosis and then focusing treatments to support the body to recover rather than, you know, hit it with a hammer, you know? And I know that's, I'm using a lot of metaphorical language here, but it's kind of hard because there's so many specific difficulties people come in contact with that they almost start to embrace their diagnoses. Yeah. You know, people, do you know, they identify identify with it. Yeah. They identify with it. And when you tell them, Hey, you know, uh, um, yeah. Uh, now I can say personally, yeah, I've been there, done that with a few of those diagnoses. And I'm so grateful to have navigated my way out of a lot of them. And believe it or not, a lot of the chronic aging illnesses that people have in life are cumulative, not just toxins, but also stress. Mm-hmm. And that stress is... Well, the stress can cause toxins. I know, that's the whole point. And it's because your body's sort of always thrown off. It's not in balance with the fight or flight and the rest and relax and not digest. Like- the autonomic nervous system Mm -hmm. and it's we are under continuous assault and some people can weather it better than others but it's it is it's it's mind body spirit the whole thing and for me the body was like probably the last thing to go i mean i have i don't think i lost my mind but sometimes you just kind of (laughs) wonder but um as far as just having a better outlook and attitude towards things yeah and one of the things that saved me with Beamer was helping me relax 
that eight minutes twice a day and then getting better sleep at night. First thing I noticed was I was sleeping better. And those things like um, wear and tear discomforts that you get in, you know, hips, knees, elbows, joints, muscles, those kind of things all kind of quieted down. And then better sleep. And with the better sleep, I had better focus. With the better focus, I had a better attitude. And what you know, like month in, month out, year in, year out, I got more and more and more um, into uh, the bigger picture of things that a lot of people call spirituality. Right. And where, you know, we you you become more acutely aware and appreciative of the things out here in our universe that we cannot see, maybe can't even touch or taste, nice. but it is part of that energy and vibration to use the, um, uh, I don't want to say new age, but, but to use that lingo, because some people can't relate to things that are in the Bible and spiritual things, sure. but that awakening and awareness has just added a whole new dimension to the quality of my life and makes me feel like I have, uh, I serve a, a, a more important purpose than just, you know, paying the bills, you know? Um, and of course my most important job is taking care of my dogs, but you know, <laughs> after that, it's just like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm serving God's will. And honestly, that's the truth, you know? Um, but I don't know how everybody else does it, but that's kind of what my, my journey was. And now that my body's not giving me such a hard time and bringing me down as much, it's not at all. Cause now if I, come across a new discomfort or a new issue, I go, ah, I got Beamer. You know, it's empowered me to kind of feel like I, I can get through this. And then obviously if something continues, like uh, sometimes I'll get a, a vertebrae up here in my neck that moves out of place and it's complicated, but uh, I can go see my chiropractor friend, but by golly, I'm not going to bother him until I've done everything I can to take care of it myself. And nine times out of 10, I don't have to bother him. So That's we always, good. yeah. And, uh, uh, but but yeah, it is a really wonderful to have an empowering tool in your home that makes you less dependent on uh, outside external forces. But you're you're only going to be good is what you put in. So good nutrition, proper movement, exercise. Um, if you're not where you can get a lot of sunlight, take your vitamin D three. Even if you can get sunlight, you still need vitamin D three. Uh, so yeah, it's just people, each person needs a little bit, something a little different. And, and a lot of folks I meet are like behind the eight ball by the time they get to me with health issues. Um, and we just do the best we can, you know, and start off with a medium range intensity like we used over at the red pill. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but for athletes, oh my goodness, I had one just tell me about a month ago that when he got on the Beamer before he ran a marathon, his time was better than he expected it to be at the end of the race. Oh, Cool. I thought I was really surprised. And it's, it's, there's such a disconnect because you can't even tie it back to the Beamer sometimes. Cause that right. was like the before, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. I don't get any credit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah if somebody's happy and, 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 and their bodies are healthy and they're at peak athletic performance. They're going to be able to optimize their sports performance and also optimize their sports recovery. So yeah. athletes are really uh, tied into this. And then also, um, you know, therapists are starting to get more involved with using Beamer like they would ultrasound massage or any other modality. It is a therapeutic modality in those settings, but it has far more powerful benefits to individuals that use it at home on a daily basis. So 
So, yeah, that's- so you were saying that it works uh, uh, on the circulation. How does it actually work? Because okay, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. On, I can pull up a video. Yeah, right now. yeah. Because I, I mean, it just looks like you're lying on a bed, basically. <laughs> so I know, and you don't feel it working. So let's no. go to and you don't see it. It, I mean, it just looks like you're going to lie down yeah. like a table type. Yeah. So. And not only that, but you can't even really. Oh, I hope all my videos are on here. Uh, so, oh, it's pulling up the. All right. Let me see if I can go to videos. Okay. Well, remember, I told you we were going to have to wing this a little bit. Not um, to worry. Hmm. All right. Let me try something else. So that share content's not going to work. Because if you look on this folder that I had opened up. Okay. Uh, where- Wait, I don't see it. I don't see anything. Oh, okay. Oh, I know. I have to pick stuff. All right. Let's yeah, go to the share screen. Yeah. I think I hit share content. But when I go to my page, it's only showing me the photos. It's not showing me the videos. Oh. So let's try this. Select photos. Hmm. Oops. Maybe I have to do it this way. Okay. So. I'm going to just show you a couple things first. I'll show you this one, this one, and this one, and hit add. I don't know where they're going. Oh, there we go. Ah, okay. Okay. So here's the first one, and it's it, it says that basically about Beamer, it stands for Bioelectromagnetic Energy Regulation. It's a leading energy innovator. I'm sorry, impulsed electromagnetic field technology. Founded in 1998, it's a FDA class two cleared medical device, and it's in the class of drugs called drugs devices called powered muscle stimulators. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a number, I mean, many, many now peer-reviewed medical publications that people, the public, can find at PubMed.gov. There are multiple international patents. It's a winner of multiple scientific and design awards. And what's really important is we were talking about energies and frequencies. Yeah. Very proprietary signal configuration. It's a specific type of waveform that has an increasing amplitude across multiple waves. And that's what gets repeated. And so it kind of looks like a wave peaking, but there's all these individual waves inside of it. And uh, it says, I don't know if I can make this bigger or not, if, if that changes anything for you, but. Oh. Benefits of femur inc- improve microcirculation, enhance muscle conditioning and recovery, boost oxygen delivery and carbon dioxide removal, reduces stress and improves relaxation, optimizes physical performance, enhances vitality and overall well-being. And then the rest of this page here talks about what's in it. You know, the premium set has perfect for busy on-the-go lifestyles portable, lightweight, and compact, uh, full-body application of the Beamer signal, ambient light and relaxing music that's in the control box itself. And the music is very nice, but you can shut it off if you want. And then the battery has a stand that offers, uh, uh, you can get up to 50 wireless sessions uh, with, by wireless, I don't mean like Wi-Fi, I mean unplugged from the wall. Okay, so, um, and then the rest is the premium set Evo includes the B-Box, uh, professional control unit, um, the applicator for full body, one for the bed. So you get two full body applicators. That's how I had it set up at the red pill. I had um, on the cot, 
that we had on the one side, I had the, uh, the regular body mat and on the a massage table, I had the one for the bed that looks like a mattress pad. And I'll be showing that here in a minute. Um, the applicator for local and targeted application, uh, the spot, which is uh, the round circular one I told you had, I had the great response to in my first session. Mm -hmm. The grip is what the spot attaches to. And to this is going to be added once cleared two therapeutic lights. One is going to be a blue light, which is used for acne and is well established and researched at the proper wavelength. And then the other is a red light that is in the range for, uh, I think there's a little bit of infrared in it and also anti-aging. So those help blood flow circulation in the capillaries closer to the skin surface. So that's what that does. And then here's my contact info there at the bottom, but it's also on the website. And then let me see, here's the next one. Uh, World-class athletes and fitness gurus. Uh, we have a number of uh, Beamer ambassadors in sports. Brooke Burke from Dancing with the Stars. Mickey Barber, world champion sprinter. Leslie Patterson, five-time off-road triathlon world champion. Jordan Palmer, former NFL quarterback, quarterback coach. Um, you got Gabe Davis, NFL football player with the Buffalo Bills. Um I wonder if he shared that with his, <laughs> they're one of their players that had a problem recently. Um, Amy Dykin, uh, who was that? Um, I begins with a D the, the, the guy that collapsed on the field. Sorry. I'm, oh, I just, recently, yeah. Uh, yeah. Recently, yeah. Delmar um, or. Yeah. Damar. Damar. Yeah. Oh, so I think yeah. he's a teammate at Damar's. I'm not sure. But Amy Van Dyken, uh, six-time Olympic gold swimming champion, Tyson McGuffin, he was one of the first athlete ambassadors. He's a pickleball champion. I, I was didn't even know what pickleball was. It's like you're playing ping pong on a tennis court, it looks like. Yeah, basically. Pretty cool. But this dude's hardcore, and he's like been a Beamer fan for years. Oh, wow. And um, Mark Abema, uh, extreme skier. Uh, but all these different people, ultra-endurance pro-athletes, Here's another pickleball athlete, got a professional snowboarder. Jimmy Chin does all these action um, action uh, sports videos. And then you got Brittany here, speed skating, Olympian, world champion. So that's just a few. And then we have a number of doctors, medical professional spokespeople. I, I guess I'm on this panel, but I'm, I'm not like an official spokesperson like these guys. Uh, you've got Dr. Chan here, functioning whole body dentist. And he's also an athlete. And then you got Elizabeth Pearl. She's a physical therapist using the Beamer. Dr. Lazar, a chiropractor. Dr. Kevin Shaw, he's a naturopathic doctor. And Dr. Milhan is a cardiologist here, just four hour drive away from me in Columbus, Ohio. And he's been a long time Beamer user. And they, they won't hesitate to tell you how their lives themselves have gotten better. And then how then they were able to help patients with, um, or clients or even just teammates mm -hmm. with, with using this technology and, to optimize their own body's capacity to, for performance recovery and self healing, wow. you know, get more oxygen and blood flow in and you drain out more carbon dioxide and all the other things that you can drain off, then you are going to have a more efficiently functioning health system. Now, I don't, can you think of any other way I can get these videos in? Um, other than playing them? Yeah, that's what I, I'm, if, if, see, I can share content, but I don't know if. I think if you just 
play the video and share the screen, right? Yeah, let's try that because the, the share content only let me share. Let me see. Share content. It says, oh, share screen. Duh. Thank you. Okay. All right. You tell me if this works. Okay. All right. Sure. This is, this is, new. I never did this before. I'm so excited. All right. I'm going to go back up here to pictures. Okay. And now we got our video. So the first one I want to show you is five minutes long. And this is nice because it gives you a background about blood flow. All right. Let's get this thing to work. Can you tell me if it's working? Okay. Can you hear it? I don't see anything yet. Oh, bummer. You said you did share screen? Yeah, let me do that again. Because I did hit share screen. Let me go back over here. Oh, wait. Let me, okay. Share. Oh, yeah. do you have to give me a what? I do have, you have permission. Okay, so screen. Screen broadcast. Oh, start. I had to hit a button that said start broadcast. Oh. Hey, okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, there oh. you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. I put the boat on that one. Sorry. Here we go. Let's start this over again. Okay. And let me know if you hear it okay. Breathing. Breathing is the first thing we do when we're born and the last thing we do before we die. We can stay alive for long periods without eating, drinking, or sleeping. But if we cannot breathe, we die within a few minutes. Oxygen cannot be stored. It must be replenished continuously and steadily. Once inhaled, the oxygen makes its way to the lungs and hitches a ride with the red blood cells. Oxygen gains access to the body's cells through an internal network of vessels. Your heart is a champion. It works non-stop 24-7. Your heart electrifies itself, maintains blood pressure, and acts as the major pump to get your blood moving. The heart, together with the entire network of vessels, are known collectively as the circulatory system. Although it's easy to think of these vessels as a glorified plumbing system found behind the walls in your home, blood vessels are actually active, dynamic organs capable of contracting and expanding as they deliver nutrients and oxygen, carry away waste products and help maintain blood pressure. Along the way and further from the heart, the blood vessels become smaller and smaller, like branches of a tree. By the time blood reaches these small areas, the big pump and push that the heart supplied could use a little help before reaching their target tissues. And though it may appear as if the blood doesn't have to travel far at all, the blood vessels, if strung together, would equal a length of 100,000 kilometers, or 75,000 miles. That's enough to go around the globe nearly two and a half times. So the pump and vessels together make a closed system that begins and starts at the heart. The same five liters of blood cycles through your body all day, every day. To make this long journey, our blood vessels rhythmically contract and relax. This greatly assists the delivery of oxygen and nutrient-rich blood to all organs and tissues. This vasodilation process is vital to normal functioning of our entire body. Every part of our body needs blood to deliver oxygen and nutrients. 
And just like the trash man, we need blood to take away all the built-up wastes, such as carbon dioxide and lactic acid. The rhythmic vasodilation and vasoconstriction doesn't always work as well as it should. Lifestyle factors and age can play a role slowing down the heart's important helper. Diet, exercise, sleep, and how many candles on your birthday cake are all contributing factors. What happens is, because the contractions of the smaller blood vessels aren't occurring as frequently, there is less oxygen and nutrients being delivered to organs and tissues. This also means there is less waste being removed. Over time, this can lead to dysfunction. If the dysfunction accumulates for a long enough period, many cells and tissues become chronically stricken with waste buildup. In addition, these tissues are also forced to contend with prolonged lack of nutrition. You may start to notice this in a variety of ways, such as a lack of energy, poor fitness, and challenged sleep routines. Beamer therapy devices promote the foundation for health and for more than two decades have been developing patented technology aimed at providing a non-invasive, non-chemical mechanism for the improvement of blood flow. Okay, now I'm going to show you the next one of what Beamer actually does. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, how does it do that? Chronic stress. Here it is. Uh, it is a male. Me, and this microscopic area was filmed. I'm going to get it back to the beginning. Okay. And Chronic stress. There we go. Uh, it is a male. And this microscopic area was filmed. You'll also notice, and on the venular side, you'll see very few white blood cells on the, on the edges. You'll look rolling around. So that means the immune system is also not well activated. You're going to see here, there's also diminished vasomotion. There's no movement you would see on the left side of that arterial. I haven't seen any. There's restricted blood flow. Like I said, the white blood cells aren't circulating, and this equals poor perfusion. Too much of this going on, you're going to feel tired. You're going to feel sluggishness. So I want to take a look at what happens after the beamer was turned on after three minutes of treatment or for the non-practitioners and clinicians out there, three minutes after application. As this comes to your screen, you'll start to already see the increase in flow, the increase in movement. You can see the capillary open up. There's increased arterial flow. And what you can also see is increased venular flow returning back to the lungs to recycle, to bring out, and to remove those metabolic wastes that the body has created. You'll also see, after six minutes of stimulation here, the increase in the white blood cells. Pay special attention on the, on the right side of the white blood cells rolling through the endothelial or over the endothelial walls. That's like cops being out on the street protecting you. That's your mobile immune system. And when your blood's moving, your immune system working. And if your blood is not functionally moving, you can't possibly have a functional immune system. Therefore, you're not protected. Think about it this way. If you're perfused, you're protected. 
support your cells, support your immune system through healthy blood flow. And we're gonna see also when the Beamer was shut off after eight minutes, they followed and did a 30 minute video and looked at the lingering or the ongoing effects of Beamer after 30 minutes. So now this person's been off the Beamer for 22 minutes and look at what we're looking at. This effect can last up through 18 hours and maybe more and for some left, less rather. But the fact is Beamer is incredible at supporting your blood flow. So here, I'll, I'll um, stop the share for right now. Now that I figure out how to do it. Yay, that is so cool. Um, okay, so we could probably, let me hit okay, stop sharing. So now uh, I'm sure that generated some questions. So do you want to shoot? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious. So it, I, I see that it's increasing the blood flow, but what is the mechanism that's actually doing that? Like, is it for frequency? Yeah. Is it light? Is it, well, yeah. What is it? it believe it or not, it, I, I had to go all the way to Liechtenstein to kind of get the straight scoop on this because, uh, here in the USA, the FDA really muzzles the uh, distributors and everything on what they say. So all the researchers and scientists, yeah, it's all, that's the downside to being FDA cleared. The upside is you have a category. You are a medical device. You are an approved medical device in the, or cleared, I should say, cleared, that permits people who want to get a Beamer to use health savings accounts, flexible spending accounts, so it can help customers, clients to get a Beamer because it's not cheap because this is not something insurance pays for. Um, as a matter of fact, in Europe, they have socialized medicine. And one of the things that in Germany, this is 25 years ago, um, maybe a little less, but the German health system wanted to find ways for the elderly that they could save money on big pharma expenses because they were obviously forking out more money for elderly people on pension uh, for their health conditions. So someone in that organization at the government level said, well, there seems to be something with PEMF we should take a look at to see if it helps. Mm -hmm. And they pulled four commercially available PEMF devices and took them to a doctor Reiner Klopp, who worked in Berlin at the Microcirculation Research Institute of the Charité Hospital. Oh. So this guy, hardcore vascular specialist, internal medicine doctor, and a physicist. So he was able to see the wave on his oscilloscope or whatever, testing it on the bench. Yeah. And go, oh, I know what this thing's going to do. And then they put it in human volunteers and it was blinded. He didn't know which machine was doing what. And he was just... Uh, analyzing the, the biological responses, like that type of video, for example, or something equivalent to it. And he realized, oh my heavens, this machine is very much, uh, has a very important signal. And that signal is what is stimulating the muscles in the blood vessels to do that opening, tightening and contract, contracting and loosening or increasing and decreasing of tone to have that pumping mechanism. It's very much rhythmic and automatic, just like our breathing mechanism is or our gut digestion. Okay. Mm -hmm. These are very slow rhythms. Um, the two frequencies that the muscles in the blood vessels respond to are 10 Hertz mm -hmm. and 30. 
And I've learned from folks at Red Pill that come up to the table and start talking to me. They go, oh, those are two frequencies in the Schumann residence. So I'm like, I didn't know what the Schumann residence was. I had to look it up because it wasn't something I ever paid attention to in brain right. surgery, right? And it turns out that those two frequencies are part of the atmospheric resonance of just the energy that's bouncing off the atmosphere. Uh, there's lower frequencies of the Schumann resonance in the earth itself. And those are around eight hertz or below 7.8 or something. And again, I'm, this is not my primary area of expertise. So give me, but it does make sense that our bodies are tuned in to the earth's electromagnetic field. So using that, those two alternating frequencies with this specific waveform, um, I'll see if I can pull up a picture and then I'll show it. Uh, then I'll share it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find that waveform real quick. Okay. But it is very unique and it's one of those things that they have patented. It might take me a second to find it here. Uh, where can I look? Where can I look? All right, one more time. Yeah. I have a whole folder of Beamer pictures. You think I'd be able to find it? Uh, yeah. Uh, there it is. Okay. Okay. Should be able to scroll through this and find a beamer signal somewhere fast. Yeah, here I'm going to use this one. Okay, now that's pulled up, and then I'll come over here, and hopefully it'll come right straight to it. I'll share content. I'm just going to share screen again. It might be faster. Yeah, that would be. We'll do that, and then let's go back over here, sharing screen, and here it is. Here's the. Okay. Can you see that squiggly line right there? The squiggly yeah. lines? Yeah, the squiggly yeah. line. Okay, that's the waveform. You see how it starts out at lower uh, amplitude and a wider interval, and then it gets taller, and then it gets um, uh, the peaks get closer together, and right. then it starts over again. So it's this rhythmic pulsing of this particular waveform that for some reason uh, using the energy intensities of the Earth's electromagnetic field, that's where the beamer operates. It doesn't go any higher than uh, 150 microtesla, and it is as low as 3.5 microtesla. So that's the range it's working in. So when people say they don't feel anything, it's like, yeah, I know. It's like laying on a beach blanket. You don't really feel the vibrations coming out of the Earth, but you're getting them. Right. And so what's ironic is, this, this is what helps remind the muscles in the walls of the blood vessel to rhythmically get back into their groove and do the uniform opening and closing, tightening and relaxing that they naturally would do before they got stressed out and toxified, you know? Wow. So, yeah, that's the uh, – and there's my website on there if anybody needs that. So, again, uh, yeah, so I, I learned this, and then some of the words that were used – that made sense to me were oscillation and, right. and also vibration. Right. So this isn't like one of those vibrating chairs that you can no. feel, right? No, not at all. It is like a microscopic, if you want to use that word, or minuscule uh, thing. Like I said, it's, it's working in a micro Tesla range of energy. But the only time I really can feel it fast is if I'm on one of those super high intensities like up around uh, where it maxes out at 150 microtesla, then you can kind of feel a little tingly because you're getting so much blood flow even to the nerves and to the mm -hmm. skin. It feels like that good goosebumpy feel, like when you're excited, that's mm -hmm. what you pick up a little bit of. And it will sustain. You can kind of, I've been using Beamer so long, I can almost kind of 
focus on a part of my body and start to feel it tingling, you know, because I'm just that mind body connection is there. And it might be that it's tingling all the time and I don't know it, but it, it's just, it's just good blood flow. And what that allows is your body to be in a better state of readiness mm-hmm. for stress, for a physical exertion, um, and that type of thing. And uh, so even if uh, I, I'm going a long time, let's say between my, I used to be a fitness swimmer, not competitive, but just where I could swim up to three miles, you know, that's 20 some years ago, right? But if I want to get in and swim laps and I haven't done it for a while, I could still probably knock out 20 minutes swimming laps nonstop and not even feel tired. So that I call that my vascular muscle memory. Uh, and, and there's no reason I should have that, but I do. And if I, as far as getting sore muscles after workout, if I get on the Beamer, I won't have sore muscles the next day. Like you would if you didn't exert, you know, you use muscles you hadn't used in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you end up paying for it the next day. That doesn't happen to me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't, I mean, I don't know. I'd probably be unstoppable. If I could get back in a regular routine, but it's been kind of hard lately with life, you know. And that happens to a lot of people. So it's not, Beamer is not a substitute for exercise. Like you saw in that five minute video, that lady was running and jogging. Right. You do that exercise and activity and you have a Beamer on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, at, at your body's very best for the longest time. A lot of people that are older that had a fit lifestyle, but know that they're starting to get into aging yeah. things where they quite do as much because maybe their joints are worn down or whatever. Beamer helps them have a better quality of life and maintain more of their fitness than they could have otherwise had. Um, I just saw one of my colleagues at a hospice concert a week ago and he said he doesn't run anymore, but he's cycling because he wants to protect his joints. I said, you got to get on the beamer. (laughs) I tell all my colleagues, I'm just like grabbing them. And it's like, come on, you got to do this. Uh, Every time I go see my own doctor for checkups, uh, a few few times a year, I bring the Beamer in and I make him sit on it. He gets a Beamer session while he's looking at my chart. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. So yeah, he's like, wow, this thing is really, and so he hasn't gotten one yet, but I, I kind of told him to wait because he has like a, uh, what do you call it? A cosmetic spa as part of his, uh, you know, it's one yeah, piece of spa type thing. Yeah. Well, it's for fat removal or something. I don't know what he's doing. Kind of, what do you call it? Aesthetic. Aesthetic. Uh, yeah. But what's interesting about the Medi Spas is they're doing some pretty interesting uh, uh, medical things because uh, it's the FDA clearance that they can get around under the guise of uh, cosmetic, aesthetic, right? Like a lot of those things are easier to get FDA approval under a cosmetic procedure than it is under uh, a medical procedure. So. Yeah, so you, but that they, could they very well do. They do mm-hmm. a lot of pretty cutting edge, uh, interesting things in Medi Spas for that reason. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, she might be at this uh, marathon thing. She, her husband's a physical therapist I've worked with for years, mm-hmm. and she is a practitioner running that one of those infusion centers. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people call them drip bars. I, I right, was- right person called it a drip bar but people are paying cold hard cash yeah to get intravenous something i don't know what vitamin c or whatever they're doing and vitamin b12 i suppose yeah uh, but if if the individual can see a difference yeah till it's worth it to them it's like great but guess what four or five drip sessions will buy you a beamer 
then you'll have that for the rest of your, you know, life. It's got three year warranty. Um, they're they're going to have on this new model indefinite, you know, product support. And they're still pr- the legacy model that was shown in that one video. Um, the legacy control box uh, that just got retired on July 10th in this country. The, five more years they're going to be uh, providing product support on that. So you can pass the one. Uh, so really, the, uh, there's a lot of longevity in Beamer as equipment because they're hand-built, all in one spot. Nothing's farmed out. Quality control on the manufacturing end that I saw personally when I went to Liechtenstein uh, has been just uncompromised, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that is very good. Product support, like I, I just had a Beamer seat cushion uh, for my old model. It's, it, I didn't bring it with me to Red Pill because the new one for this this model is not approved yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're selling them in Europe. They're selling them in Canada, but we don't have it as an a- added applicator. But it's a nice squishy seat cushion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I had it when we were in Nashville before at the um, Warner event. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. That's right. Uh, I, I, I think, I, I I think got- that's where we first met. Yeah. We first met and I did have it then, but I had to stop bringing it until it's the new one's ready. But that was originally developed for wheelchair, uh, people in wheelchairs. Oh, wow. Para- yeah. Paraplegics or wheelchair basketball players, you know, so that they could use, get, get the benefit of the Beamer, but not have to get picked up out of their wheelchair to get put on a bed, you know, and it's, it's very amazing. It's just a giant coil and, uh, but the new technology has uh, quite a few coils in it. It has went from six coils in the body mat to 16. And they have a more uniform distribution across the whole body. So you have a whole chain of them running down your spine. Uh, and then two big coils um, behind your calves, two small coils right behind your kneecaps, and then two bigger coils again uh, just above the knee at the lower end of the thigh. So you're covering that area very well. And then uh, up at the, there's another, let me see here, one, two, three coils, bigger, bigger coils are like yay big, um, down the shoulders, hips, and uh, uh, buttock type area. And then you have four more baby coils down the center. So it's funny because I, I think of like Bose speakers, you know, you got your mid-range and your tweeters. So we got like six tweeters and five mid-range, uh, 10 mid-ranges, you know. So because of that, though, Beamer has now made a few um contraindications global because now this is the body unit all over the world Uh, one is if you have any type of implanted stimulator pump pacemaker defibrillator you can't use the beamer because they don't want to be blamed for some machine malfunction because there's no way to work around the coils now that they have full body coverage um they also don't want uh as a contraindication and this has been there from the very beginning you saw that improvement in the white blood cell flow on the green screen video of that microscopic vein on the right hand screen. There is a modulatory effect on the immune system by increasing blood flow. And with that, they measured T cell function and everything. uh, Dr. Klopp did uh, in at the microcirculation research Institute back in, I want to say it's at least 13 years ago, maybe more. And uh, they said, whoa, you know what? Um, we don't want to get blamed for organ rejection. So anybody who's a transplant patient that's on anti-rejection meds, uh, we don't want to tinker with the immune system where it could potentially 
it hasn't happened. There's been no reports, but hypothetically, for liability reasons, they don't want to be blamed for any organ or tissue rejections. So transplant patients can't use it. And then because, and this was weird, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, the FDA, when they uh, gave Beamer the class two clearance mm-hmm. as a powered muscle stimulator medical device, that category of powered muscle stimulators includes those kind of uh, stimulators that you can slap on your skin and it makes your muscle contract. You know, uh, it's like a sticky pad or something and you can stimulate. I've seen ads on YouTube for, you know, strengthening your abs with these electrodes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're not very common now, but I think like, yeah, but years ago they used to do the ads on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And they still have, they have some new one that looks like a mini version of that. But I have to prescribe powered muscle stimulators like that, external muscle stimulators when somebody had nerve damage that paralyzed a limb Mm. and uh, we knew the nerve would be able to grow back, but it has to have muscle to grow back into. So if the muscle withers away and atrophies because it's paralyzed, you aren't going to have the muscle bulk you need to get your strength back once the nerve can recover. So I would be ordering powered muscle stimulators, not a beamer, a different kind, the shock kind, the kind that actually causes a contraction in this muscle. And those stimulators, same category, you can't use those if somebody has a deep vein thrombosis because if they have a clot in their leg and you contract that muscle, you can throw the clot. It's like what happens when people are up in airplanes and they get a clot in their calf and then they get up to walk and they get off the airplane, and all of a sudden they can't breathe. It's because the clot went from their leg where it was pooling, and then they start walking, and the leg muscles themselves squeeze that clot and shoot it up into the heart. So it's a hypothetical again, but Beamer's like, okay, FDA, whatever. You know, we're class two powered muscle stimulator. We'll act like a powered muscle stimulator as far as that restriction. So um, now um, I have checked with the medical department, and – once a patient's physician clears them of having any deep vein clot, you know, once they go through their whole whatever months of treatment they have, blood thinners, whatever, if the doctor says it's okay for them to try the Beamer, then they can use it. But we have to have doctor's permission. So same with any other, uh, it's a good caveat if you have any other kind of illness. Uh, for example, Beamer's not going, if somebody has epilepsy or psychosis, they're not going to, you know, push the envelope. But Beamer recommends not putting any of the applicators around your head anyway. So uh, again, all precautionary, but you want to go prudent, you know, safety measures, but there's so much benefit to the rest of the population across any age group and any, any level of health and fitness. Obviously if somebody's really, really bad shape, um, uh, there's been cases in the past. I heard at one of our sales calls that, Let's say a family wants to try everything to help their terminal relative, their loved one, and they're already too far gone. Maybe it's a cancer or something. Who knows? I don't know. But And then, obviously, the die has been cast for them where they can't come back. They've lost too much recovery capability. Beamer's not going to help them. Mm -hmm. So, again, being realistic is very important. But uh, when people ask me, will it help this? Will it help that? I said, Beamer won't make any promises your body can't keep. And that's really bottom line. It's the right, truth. Right. I came up with that one myself. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. Really true. Yeah. You know? Sure. Like, I'm not going to go out and uh, clock a, a fast marathon. I don't run. <laughs> I just 
<laughs> you know, if there's a zombie apocalypse, I just hope I can run fast enough to get away from those guys. Sure. Or aim straight, one of the, <laughs> but yeah, because I'm not going to be able to sprint. You know, there's so many people that can sprint faster than me. I, I remember trying to run with my dog Darren, and my knee would start to hurt. And this before I got the beamer, um, and then he got old and he couldn't run either. So we were kind of like, oh, now well, I guess we'll walk. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, that's when I noticed. It's like, oh yeah, I can't really, can't really do that, you know. But swim, I can do. Swim, I can do. Yeah, three miles. That's that's nothing to sneeze at. No, that would be very hard to do now uh, until I build back up to it. And I'd have to really be competitive about my swimming. And I'm just too busy reading crazy current events emails to get out there. I think uh, we've all been so wrapped up. I'm glad you're doing your podcast because, you know, it's, it's hard to absorb all this information every day. It's like outrage of the day, you know. It's Um, a lot. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. And my hat's off to all the people fighting on all fronts to stand in the truth. We've got the medical people, the legal people, the uh, the broadcasters, you know, the voices out there that are, you know, bringing people's attention to this. And little by little, the uh, the cracks are forming in that system where their credibility is is just, you know, the emperor has no clothes and more people are seeing it. Yes. So, it's, don't you think it's more of a that that the public in general humanity has been clouded in their ability to see clearly? Yeah. And don't you think? And it's like media, but it's I think it's a lot of factors. I, I it's not just media. It's it's oh, you know yeah. so, it's definitely it's, I, the long march through the institutions. So it's really yes, every I, institution has been infiltrated. It's the media, it's the education system, it's the entertainment mediums, it's uh, the uh, the religious institutions. Yeah, it's really everything. Yeah, yeah they're from all angles. They've, yeah, so I, I think that has a, you know, compounded kind of an effect for sure. Yeah, it's not just the media. The media definitely plays yeah. a role, though, very well. <laughs> I'm going to defend any of my medical care colleagues. Yeah, who... it's, it's the medical institution, the medical, the legal, all of them have been uh, indoctrinated and infiltrated. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were just having that conversation about, uh, you know, some the combination of some of this allopathic versus uh, holistic and uh, <laughs> even including, you know, some of the ancient medicine. Instead, it's it's always this, uh, they, they do all of this, uh, they create all these dialectical uh, competition. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always this binary yeah. kind of logic instead of using combined forces and taking the best from all of them. They pit them against. Yeah. Them. And, and it, exactly. And, and one of the things I know for a fact that seems to make a difference is the better you feel, you know, the more comfortable you are in your own skin, mm-hmm. the, the more sharp your discernment becomes. Sure. You know, just feel horrible I'm like oh whatever you know you just right. you, you sort of abdicate your responsibility to use your powers of discernment yeah. to desperate people uh, do desperate things and if you feel yeah. you're, yeah. you're desperate yeah and I think that happens a lot and people just want to be told it's going to be okay just do x y and z and I think that really uh caught a lot of people up in doing the wrong thing yeah and uh we, we've just had to deal with it. but again I, I feel that I hope people understand that 
uh, having having that awareness of our creator God and how much he's got our back. I mean, look, they haven't killed us yet. Why, why isn't humanity extinct yet? And so, <laughs> years of them trying to wipe us out by them. I mean the adversary and it's because, yeah, there is an anti-human agenda. It's, it's mm-hmm. becoming clearer all the time, I think, but um, you know, having just knowing that first, because a lot of people I talk to that still trust the system. Number one, the first shock, and this is where I think it was beautiful to learn about Ed Griffin back in 2010 with, uh, you know, Creature from Jekyll Island mm-hmm. with, oh, my heavens, our money system's messed up. Oh, my heavens. The social security system was oh, yeah, all. The other system, yeah. the financial. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the financial and how. Every step of the way, the public was lied to about what was being done, and it was mm-hmm. they were sold a bill of goods. Yep. And we've seen it now in healthcare, which is very dangerous because uh, people will do things to their detriment. Um, I, and Courtney, have you uh, commented yet about the um, was it the CDC or the FDA yesterday may, said that uh, phenylephrine isn't effective in cold remedies? No. Oh, buckle up. Um, I'll send this to you. But basically, right before cold and flu season, they're trying to queue up pulling all of the cold remedies off the market. Now, anybody who's homeopathic doesn't use this stuff anyway. But some people really need, you know, uh, the Sudafed or whatever, PE, you know, the phenylephrine or ibuprofen combined with phenylephrine. I will say I don't think that phenylephrine works nearly as well as pseudephedrine. Um, No. You would Mm -hmm. know the mechanism much better than I would, uh, you know, being a doctor. But um, I know that the, you know, pseudephed does have a vasoconstricting property. And I think that's part of why it clears the nasal passageways and helps the, the fluids running which is what you need when you're congested <laughs> so yeah right again in, in that emergency first aid kit of sure. allopathic medicine right. serves a purpose i mean i'm but not i would prefer the- people use more uh you know homeopathic type of uh you know methods but if somebody is going to go that route i it, i think that it yeah it's much more effective than phenylephrine yeah so yeah and th- yeah and i i just conversation with a pharmacist colleague of mine that he said he had the same opinion I did that yeah it is weaker um and of course they used the use that Sudafed was being used to make meth so that's why they pulled the Sudafed what if that was a ruse for why they pulled it to put a weaker decongestant in to make people more susceptible to respiratory I didn't used to think like this I can't believe I'm thinking like this now but not how do you not think superior motives than what was originally, because we all thought it was idiotic as pharmacists and physicians to make Sudafed a behind-the-counter drug, you know, regulated by the DEA. The drug addicts aren't going to find a way. Like it's so dumb. It's it's like the logic between you know of a uh, gun restriction. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the criminals are going to find the guns. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's the good, decent people who want to protect their families. Those are the people who are going to have trouble if you do you know, crack down on uh, gun laws. It's, it's the same logic. It makes no sense. You think the drug yeah. addicts aren't going to find a way to get their fix? Like, 
they're, they're probably going to find a way. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> you know, you think criminals are going to figure it out? Like that's, yeah, it's the good people who are going to follow the laws and they're the ones who are going to be hurt. And that's, yeah. It is. It's horrible. And, and, and uh, you're right. So, you know, now I feel like we have to ask every time there's a, no, a new news story. What are we getting set up for this time? You know, yeah. Who's behind? Um, well, uh, I you- also think, you know, it's a, a this is where my head kind of goes is like, so there's they're probably working on some new bioweapons and mm-hmm. they're. Uh, they're already talking about like another wave of vaccines and trying to push injections on people. They're already doing all these incentives. Like your first one's free. I just saw CVS is doing a big thing. I don't quote me, but I, I think that's what it was. CVS this morning yeah. that I was seeing, uh, you know, your first one's free and they, they try to incentivize you, but that makes me think they're doing more experimentation. Um, and I wonder mm-hmm. if they're getting ahead of what, you know, like what are there like over the counter or, uh, you know, treatments that might work to help buffer against it. Like, I think that that was my theory on the whole, like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and I'm not advocating those drugs. Honestly, I think there's Mm -hmm. ways to uh, detox and uh, clean Mm -hmm. out. I I just went to the Healing for the Ages conference with uh, Dr. Artis and Dr. Group and uh, Dr. Schmidt and Dr. Ely, you know, and they talked about lots of other ways that people can use uh, things that aren't pharmaceutically oriented to clear out. I'm not saying that people can't have benefits from things like ivermectin, which as far as pharmaceuticals go, have much fewer, historically fewer side effects and fewer adverse reactions than most. And they've been around for a very long time. Um, But I, my theory behind them is that they're antiparasitic and that we're now seeing that there's uh, in these injections, there's uh, like synthetic parasitic type properties. Uh, Things like the hydrogel seem to be a factor. And so my guess is that these drugs, even if used for off-label, could mitigate against or help detox against some of these uh, parasitic type properties that are in the injection. That, I mean, that's just a theory, but it makes me think when they're starting to take off other things and what, what do they have, yeah. what are they working on? Well, here's a good example. Just from today, a friend of mine from church uh, reached out to me because her veterinarian prescribed some expensive brand anti-itch drug. And it it's, ends with INIB, I-N-I-B. And I'm always suspicious of things that are end up the name of the drug generically either ends with IB or AB because AB are the um, monoclonal antibodies. You know, if you look at some of these uh, TV commercials for various remedies, prescription drugs these days, they all have these esoteric names, but they all end in AB. Um, those are all monoclonal antibodies. That's synthetic biology. And then the IBs are inhibitors. And what they are are protein kinase inhibitors. And this line of drugs was first tailored to fight cancer. But now they're using it to try to stop itching before it starts by tinkering with the the, uh, protein cascade to the point of histamine release. Whereas before we just took an antihistamine if we had a histamine release, you know what I mean? Like deal with it at the end instead of trying to prevent it at the beginning because of higher up the 
metabolic cascade you go, the more likely you're going to have fallout, collateral damage to other things like your immune system, your cancer defense cells. And gee, wouldn't you know, some of the side effects include cancers. Mm hmm. I think also, and again, this is from my layman kind of observation, but the response that you're having whenever it is a, uh, you know, like a histamine response, an inflammatory response is usually the body's defense to help uh, detox or buffer against whatever, you know, is causing the reaction. And if you Mm -hmm. stop that really early on, then you've actually prohibited your body from doing the the cleanup mechanism and so even though you may not have reaction then now you're dealing with whatever it is that you didn't get to clear out so right that's like like that would be problematic down the road (laughs) 100 it is it's like i I don't know i'm just really and i've been a fan of this for a long time it's not nice to fool what mother nature saying you know because that's what they're Uh, And then now it's to the point where, oh, gee, we can alter your genome uh, with gene therapies. I mean, they've been tinkering around with this stuff for decades. Trust me, like all the way back in pharmacy school, you know, they were looking at these options because all these natural remedies, you know, the things that, like you said, the ancient remedies, these are things that can't be patented. Right. They synthesize synthetically. They can be mimicked. Mm -hmm. Um molecular mimicry is the term used. I don't know if you've heard that term, but yeah, molecular mimicry. But the problem is there's collateral damage when you tinker with these things. And as I was reading this, it's like, why would this veterinarian prescribe this expensive new anti-itch medicine that has a whole laundry list of reported side effects over the last 10 years, you know? And, And I'm like, well, if the dog's itching, shouldn't we go to the root cause analysis? Is it like this time of year, it could even be the leaves coming, falling down on the ground that they have irritants in it and the little dogs get it on their paws and stuff. Um, You know, that's so fascinating. Somebody brought this to my attention and I really had not thought about this, but um, they were talking about just like from foundational health principles uh, to look to the animals, look to wild animals. And Uh It was really, really just kind of profound. It sounds so silly, but I had never thought about it before. Domestic animals have very similar ailments that we do. They have some similar illnesses, mm-hmm. similar affliction, but animals in the wild don't. Right? Right. Like, you, you know, I mean, they they have they can get injured, they can get eaten. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. things happen, obviously, uh, but they don't get the type of but whereas domesticated animals deal with a lot of similar, they deal with allergies. I mean, you don't see animals out in the wild dealing with allergies. You don't see them getting, uh, you don't see them getting anxious or, you know, they're either running from some predator or they're eating, they're chasing the predator, but they're not anxious. They don't have like the generalized type of anxiety, uh, depression type. Yeah. Of I mean, animals have, like I have deer live around here and mm-hmm. they are, but they also, uh, if they don't perceive a threat, like if you're driving by and they're on the sidewalk, they'll just look at you and yeah. go back to eating grass and eating people's flowers and stuff because Ooh. they don't want to kill me, you know? Right. Uh, but yeah, if, if your dog comes by and starts barking, they're out of here, you know? Totally. 
They're they, right. They, they may react, they may respond, yeah. but they're not. But I just, when you're talking about things like allergies, right? We do, mm-hmm. we've, na- we've now seen people talk about their dogs, their cats that have allergies, but you look at wild dogs and wild cats, they don't. So it's obviously, yeah. you know, something which would point to potential lifestyle related type Exposations of- causing cross reactive. Yeah, exactly responses a lot of the food allergies have been traced back to the peanut oil that was in vaccines for example and then they get number 57 yeah see so yeah this is the same thing for animals i think and unfortunately i I can't remember if i mentioned it to you now or, or before you started recording but that there's this lag between exposure to the causative the root cause problem and then the manifestation of it months to years later there's a Connect between the cause and effect so much so that not even the clinicians a lot of times can wrap their head around it yep. until just been seeing it an overwhelming amount for example uh i just heard a podcast earlier i think it was yesterday where they were talking about um uh, it was either a lung reaction or uh, some like miscarriages or something where finally the doctor's gone, oh yeah, when was your shot? You got the shot. This is a vaccine side effect. They're finally telling people to their face, you know, what's been going on for the last two and a half years. Instead of and, just gaslighting them, like there's been no other variable except yeah. it's like oh, 24 yeah. hours later, somebody has a reaction. You're like, what, well, what was the variable? Yeah, we, we just don't know why. We're, how many, what was it? Doctors are baffled, you know? It, it was like the doctors are baffled headlines. It's like, oh, yeah. knock off already. Right. Uh, you know, so yeah, it is. I hope enough people realize that, you know, that story doesn't hold water, you know? Right. And uh, it, it's, it, again, we have to have more people go in the emperor has no clothes. It's like, nah, that sounds like something I heard before that wasn't true. You know, it just, it, it's got to resonate with you. And it, it, you and I are, are we're, we're researching, we're digging, and we're looking to find the truth and looking to find the continuity across time history yeah. but most people don't have time to do that and uh, they passively trust news media as a source of information and knowledge in school you know especially since think about it, we paid for that college education i know we didn't pay to get lied to we paid to get sound scientific or um historical whatever philosophical whatever your college degree is in sure. uh, foundations in, absolutely in- the classic, yeah. uh, called liberal arts, the classical, yeah, the arts and sciences. And it's just like, where did that all go? You know, it's it, it was replaced by this pseudo synthetic, um, propagandistic, you know, clown yep. world. Now, we got to say, was. That's exactly right. And I would uh, not, uh, it, yeah, I, you know, I do hope to have children, I would never put them into a school system. Uh, mm-hmm. definitely not public school, but likely not into even a private type of, I think it's just, you know, and I know a lot of parents are very overwhelmed by the idea of homeschooling, but I think it's only because they have this framework that homeschooling means school at home. And I I actually would not do that. Like, I don't think that, I think that whole structure is detrimental. I It's not even, 
not to say there can't be academic learning. I mean, I, I obviously yeah. advocate that you teach them the foundations of, you know, hopefully the quadrivium, but, you know, certainly at least the basics of phonics and, you know, reading, writing, right. and, yeah, and um, arithmetic, those sort of things. But I, I think that really the very practical day-to-day experiences um, and a self-directed path offer so much more to children than that militaristic structure of school environment. And even if you bring that at home, I don't think that that, that now you just change the scenery that doesn't necessarily give them the critical thinking foundation. You know, it just means that, okay, now they're not in school being told what to do, but they're at home. But I think this is why so many parents feel overwhelmed by it because they're like, Oh, well now those eight hours, we have to do that at home. I'm like, no, you should not do that. (laughs) Like that, that's the problem. Don't bring that home. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those curriculum. Uh, I, I was lucky. Both my parents were school teachers, mm-hmm. and they. My mom was us at home. I mean, we knew how to read and write before we got to kindergarten. Oh yeah, and this was back in the. I was reading when I was two. Yeah, uh, and it was like because it was fun. In other yeah. words, it was folded education into day to day activities. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and exactly, because so, children are sponges for knowledge, totally. and they're ask questions mommy why is the sky blue well then you crack open the astro the cosmology yep. book by the sky and show I, them about- i was the why 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 kid and so my mom and i of course i would bug the heck out of my mom always and so she got me the snoopy answers to the why question and mm-hmm. my favorite was the snoopy answers to the astronomy questions i would make her read that to me yeah. isn't that great so yeah people yeah. we can self-teach and when you think back to the Hundred plus years ago, the one room schoolhouse. Yep. Te- teacher had every grade in one classroom. Of course. Well, yep. And she gave them all their lesson projects, and she was just like the uh, the overseer. You know, she. In other words, those kids were teaching themselves. Yep. Basically. Which is, you know, guidance. learning. Yep. Yeah. And senior kids could help teach the junior kids, which reinforced their. Yes. And exactly. Could- and it. In, it- uh, encourages them to solidify their understanding of the material in order to be able to exactly. communicate it. Yeah. Yeah. And now kids are deliberately dumbed down and held back. I know you're familiar with Charlotte Iserbeet and yep. del- dumbing down of education. And John Taylor Gatto. Yep. Yep. So I'm sure you got that book up there on the shelf somewhere. <laughs> I don't, I need to get her book. I actually don't have it. I have a friend who, who I, I have his book. Um, school world order it's right there um very good you can see it but uh he uh-huh. I've interviewed him and he he's a good friend of mine he's awesome and he has a lot of her original oh, yeah. works like he inherited a bunch of i told him mm-hmm. if he ever needs money like he could just sell his library and he'd be a very rich man um but because he has oh, some books that are you know house. but his research is incredible it's horrifying and it's phenomenal i mean he does a really good job especially of incorporating a lot of what they're doing with like the the tech ed and how they're using uh uh sel as kind of like a data mining uh for children it's it's scary but people should know about especially parents should know what they're doing because they're targeting the children because they want to be able to create a future i believe they're looking to create an ai uh takeover and they need to 
collect as much data from the children in order to be able to put them into a metaverse type scenario. I know the UN 100 yeah. is working very hard on some of those goals. They're now talking about uh, 2045, mm-hmm. Agenda 2045 as being there. Uh, and I think they want to make mm-hmm. Ukraine that area is like a hub for what they're doing to create this virtual AI like world. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I, I'm making a lot of Dr. Obvious. That's my nickname. Dr. Obvious jokes about <laughs> stuff like this. It's like uh, they, their AI can't hold the candle to DI, divine intelligence. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know? um, and uh, when every time you look at AI drawings, they can't draw hands. Yeah. They, have you looked at AI art? It's creepy. It's they so can't creepy. draw. It's like hands have too many fingers, stuff sticking out in wrong places. It's a miracle they can get faces right. It is downright creepy. Yeah. And you, I you think point faces are a little creepy too. They're very cartoonish. They're like anime. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, and uh, yeah, all of this is uh, sort of stems from video games, I think. But even in video games, I'd have to ask a friend who's a gamer because I don't game at all, do any of that stuff. It's too boring. I can't sit still and do that. Um, but I don't think hands are showing like six fingers or thumbs sticking out of weird places and you know like they are in these um in these weird ai art renditions if you just go to any ai app for for art and just they draw um like i i asked for a picture of jesus you know teaching you know preaching on the mountain or something and sure enough there's like the feet are messed up, the toes, and they even mess up animals. Like they had raccoons with four feet. And I was like, what? You know, like four front paws. I'm like, this is disgusting. It's just, yeah. it's enough to creep you out. It's almost like one of those silly games. Like what's not right in this picture kind of thing. Oh, right, so, right. Yeah. And it, uh, I've heard two arguments about that. One is that's on purpose so that you don't take AI seriously. Or two, that it's too complicated for AI to do. It's like, well, if they can't even draw hands, how do you expect them to practice medicine? Yeah. They don't understand anatomy. I wouldn't want AI touching me or recommending anything for me. You know, it's like, no. Well, and they, they don't really get nuance. I mean, they, they have no sense of humor. They, um, yeah. And it's not intelligence in the way that we think of it. I mean, I, I know their goals are that it will achieve that, but I mean, even even the biggest proponents will admit that at this time it still has to be programmed. It hasn't, yeah. you know, reached a place of uh, independent consciousness. Yeah. No. And it's got programmer bias and it's so variable. I can't remember somebody had an AI where they put in an AI question about who they put their own name in and it was so messed up. It, it was like literally slanderizing like three different people and mixing them together as far as, their podcasts and their material and their work oh, and wow. screwed up. And then it got challenged and mocked and then it revised itself and it was still wrong. And it was like, so, you know, somebody's actually tinkering with this to make it look like it's AI. It's probably still some fat guy in his mom's basement doing it, you know? Um, right. No offense to fat people. Sorry. Or guys right, in my, right. you know? <laughs> the last time I checked, Chappy GPT didn't know who I was, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. hoping that that's still the case. But, but. yeah, we, we want to be anonymous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sort of off their radar. <laughs> so yeah, that, can- that would be best. Yeah. <laughs> and and that would be good. 
Um, <laughs> you don't, the, the more of an ego you have, the more you're going to be bothered by whatever those silly machines do, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that is It true. was traumatic early on when I was trying to alert people, like on my neighborhood app about some of these uh, 2020 events that were taking place and just sound the alarm. And there were people out there actively trying to discredit and demean you to the point where I just privately messaged people that seemed to be interested. And what was even worse is there's a, there was a physician app called Doximity for doctors to communicate with each other about cases, herbicide consult thing. Like um, anonymously, because obviously, yeah, yeah. Right. You don't bring up the patient's name, but you might go, hey, doctor, or does anyone there across the country specializing in such and such? Have you ever come across XYZ condition? Um, and if so, do you have, what was your experience? And then the doctor would go, oh yeah. Or, you know, and you could be dealing with some specialist from California, another one from South Carolina. So you're basically pooling people's experience and expertise for the betterment of your patient. And same thing happened there. And when, you know, when, when all this 2020 stuff was happening and you're trying to sound the alarm bells about different things or correct people by putting in the proper literature, right. then some psychiatrist comes in. And goes, oh, you're being inflammatory. You're whatever. And I'm like, oh, I see where this is going. Because guess what they do then? They file a complaint anonymously to your state board to tell them that you ain't right in the head. And you need to have your license pulled. And a lot of doctors, you can ask any of the doctors that have been getting deplatformed and de-licensed and decredentialed. Um, they had these anonymous complaints coming from outside the state or from a doctor that never had any interaction with them that's not even their peer um, reporting them to the board to start one of these, they call it sham peer review. Okay. In other words, it, it would be sort of like the Salem witch trials. You know, somebody yeah. calls to be a witch. They start with the innuendo. Next thing you know, somebody's getting burned at the stake just because somebody didn't like their hairstyle or whatever, you know, just yeah. whatever. Stand crew reporting. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I know I'm kind of bouncing all over these historical examples, but you almost have to because that's what we're facing and having the ability to understand enough about history to recognize these right. patterns yeah. is pretty, don't you think? I, absolutely. I, I yeah. think that's why they want to uh, revise and erase history. I mean, that's, that's what Mao did. Right. And because if we can't, oh, look at, if we don't have the context, then we can't recognize the patterns and then we're more easily deceived and duped and uh, misled. Yeah. So. And that's happened so much. I, I don't know. There's, I like it when I see some of these memes come across about old timey things. Like somebody showed a phone bank of the old telephone operators, you know, with the plugs at the, oh, yeah. at the <laughs> like that Lily Tomlin character. <laughs> she used to yeah. play the out <laughs> with the plugs. It's like, yeah, I mean, I never, that was already old time by the time I was watching Andy and Mayberry, you know, <laughs> when I, in the, you know, <laughs> those were reruns, but, um, you know, the fact that now people are like not even sure what that represented. I mean, what are they playing battleship? What are they doing? You know, right, right. I can see calling that a battleship contest, you know, <laughs> with the putting the pegs in the wall, uh, boards, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I'm getting silly here. You know uh, what? Before start, I, I wanted to show you some of the Beamer equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Show me. How long has the Beamer been around? Oh, 25 years. The company was incorporated in 1998. That's right. You said 1998. Yeah, a long time. Is it? Uh, mm -hmm. 
this new model is the only the third one that's been on the market since that time. Interesting. How mm-hmm. did they develop it? Did you go through that already? No, we learned that. Uh, well, what I learned was uh, when I was in Liechtenstein, got a little bit of the background info. And the first um, scientist that was working on it was a physicist from the Max Planck Space Research Institute. It sounds like Max Planck type. Yeah. Yeah. So this Max Planck guy had the waveform and he had decided, I don't know the history exactly. You have to ask him. He's still alive, but he's not with Beamer at the moment. Um, but he somehow thought he could adapt this waveform to a whole body um, delivery system, but he did not know a cl- anything about it affecting blood flow. He just knew people felt better if they were exposed to this energy and frequency and waveform. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the German uh, health system called in Dr. Klopp that C- Dr. Klopp became familiar with Beamer. And the story I heard was that Dr. Klopp then went to Beamer after he finished his product comparisons and said, I know exactly how your product works and I can make it work better. And so that's went from the original model. It was called the Beamer 3000. And he developed with Beamer, the Beamer professional, which is the one that just got retired. And that was released. I launched, I want to say 2010 and again, my dates are not perfectly accurate, but uh, during all this, it turned out that NASA was looking at ways to um, try to mitigate um, low gravity health issues. And they saw potential with Beamer and actually tried to reverse engineer it and couldn't. And Beamer approached was approached by NASA. And f- for years, they've had this off and on collaboration agreement working towards developing a way to deliver the energy and Beamer signal through the undergarments of spacesuits, because one of the international patents that Beamer has is for flexible coils that you could stitch into fabric. And that's something I can show you right now. Uh, wow, let me see. If I- interesting. Oh, here, I'm going to flip my camera. Yeah. Yeah. My messy living room. So <laughs> I, uh, excuse me. I've been just carrying this uh, Beamer around in a suitcase. I got my superhero suitcase because I've got to go to the expos. But all these body mats fit in here perfectly. It's a little messy because I pulled everything out. Mm-hmm. And over here, let me just go over here and I'll turn on the box. But the first thing I want to show you, I'm going to see if this light will help too. Sorry, this is kind of crazy. This is Daria on Zoom calls. There we go. Let's try this light. And the first thing I want to show you is this right here is the bee bed, the white one, this okay. white mat. Yeah. You see how this pad, it's got breathable fabric. And again, if you look at these coils, I don't know, can you see those round circles? I can, yeah. You've got these, that's the leg part right there. And they're hard to see, and they're really hard to feel because they're so thin. But you have five, uh, two sets of five of these big round ones here. Mm-hmm. Eye on it. I'm trying to get my, oh, there we go. So there you go. Big, those are the ones that I said are running down the sides of the body. And then you've got these teeny tiny ones that kind of, merged together i don't have good light but um and you definitely can't even see or feel them from the front of the mat but this is on the back side and they run up the middle and i had to unpack really look for them but here's one right here see it little round yeah yeah okay so there's two of those four up the spine and uh one behind each knee and so this you leave on your bed under your sheet and you could sleep on it or 
it's lightweight enough. You could almost use it as a weighted blanket, you know, oh. if you want it. Yeah. And you could maybe rig up a sheet around it or something. Um, this is the other body mat that comes with it. So this is one of those technologies that you can see how that can go into the undergarment of a spacesuit. Look how this just folds and bends. Sure. You can roll. You probably could roll it, but I try to fold it the way they shipped it to me in the big box. It comes in this big over here. See, and there's stuff inside of it. So then here is the other more portable whole body mat. It's much more compact. You see, and that's the one I had on the cot. Okay. That, yeah. Like lounge kind of setup, and uh, and when I was at my doctor's office, I had him. I just put it in his chair. He had a big office chair, and I had him sitting on it. And even the coils, but the same configuration of coils are in both of these. And what's interesting is you could lay these side by side in bed. Mm -hmm. You have a queen bed, and Mister and Missus, you don't even have to buy an extra body mat. You see, oh, interesting. So, okay. Yeah. Now, this would not probably be as good of a weighted blanket. I mean, it's nice and heavy, but um, and not as it's not as pliable. So it's not, not as pliable. Possible. Yeah, I'd, I'd have a hard time sleeping under it. But this you probably could because up here where the head is, yeah. Uh, can you see right here with the the, the yeah. beamer beamer M kind of waveform? Would you want that as a weighted blanket, or you'd want to be on top of that? You want to actually be on top of it. And, yeah. and there's a place right here where little stretchy straps can Velcro. Okay. From sliding. Oh, wait, where is it? Right there. I actually used those when we were at the expo. You can see the cable comes out the top. So if you used right. it as a weighted blanket, you just would have to make sure that you didn't like accidentally, you know, uh, unplug it if you had to get up to go to the bathroom. Right. And so I know I'm kind of bouncing around, but the intention is for you to lay on it. That's that's how the intended. Yeah, view. that makes more sense. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be in the bed, but obviously it's designed that way so that you, for compliance reasons, if you think about it, you want to have an eight minute session twice a day. So if you wake up in the morning and you're sleeping on this thing, for all you have to do is turn your box on, and get started. Hmm. Okay. And there, turn it on. I have it plugged into the charger, but this base right here is the battery, so it's got a little light showing it's yeah. connected okay and if i pulled it off since i have it plugged into the power outlet mm -hmm. uh it'll stay on but if you hear it making a making a little noise there oh yeah and, yeah and then here's your main screen and your body mat intensities okay you can sh they'll show up here or you can even use these in three in intensity settings uh with the applicator so this applicator here has four coils in it let me flip it over um, I don't know if they're easy to see because, like I said, we're losing light. Yeah, we can kind of, yeah. There you go. Okay. See that? Yeah, yeah. There's one, two, three, four. These are, and this is actually bigger than the Legacy model that just got retired. So okay. this has four coils instead of three, and it's longer. So you can do a lot more with it. You know, run yeah. it down your hip, leg, whatever uh, for those targeted treatments. Down here is the other applicator that comes with it. So it actually comes with four applicators and the previous model only came with the three because it only had body mat. Here is the spot coil and this generates the same signal and it's probably about, it might be a little bit, I'm going to set this down for a second. I want to look at this real quick. Um, yes, it's definitely smaller than, where to go? 
Oh, here, the camera's on this side. So this is definitely smaller than the body mat coils that are mm -hmm. inside the mattress topper here, right? This thing. And, um, but it is bigger than the small coils in this up the middle that I showed you. Yeah. So you've got two, these two small ones, the, this is called the B spot. So if you could put, you know, that's what I had my hand on elbow, okay. whatever toothache you put on your jaw. I mean, that's what I've done that before. Okay. <laughs> it's a lifesaver, especially when you're traveling, you know, and then this here, you can just wrap anywhere. Uh, the caveat is if you have these coils that you just don't overlap, them. you know, you, right. you want to, you kind of, if you need to, you can go at a diagonal or whatever, just so you don't have to overlap because then you diminish the signal. So okay. let's see, I'll plug something in here. I'll plug in the body net so you could see what this thing can do. So I do like the uh, setup. There's, there's two channels. You can, there's an A1 and an A2. Mm. I apologize to see that. Yeah. So I could put other applicator into A2. But okay. we've got, uh, I think I could show you all the features here. So low intensity, it shows you each minute it's running. Okay. And it's got the plus feature you could take off. What this is, is every 20 seconds, it'll give you an extra boost of energy above for just two beats of that cycle. Just two beats will be a little bit higher intensity and then it'll drop back down. It's almost like a bullhorn, I think, uh, to get more um, muscles sort of picking up the signal deeper in the tissue, denser tissue, but then go back to your baseline. And then when you turn it on, here, I've got the music going here. I don't know if you can hear it. I have it on kind of low. There it goes. It's like, you know, it's like your spa music. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I can hear it. Anyway, uh, but you can shut that off. And the speakers here on the side, next to the power plug-in, um, right here. Let me see if we can get it in the light. See that little, like, uh, to the... Let's see, it would be to the left of the cord. That's the oh, yeah, light. yeah. The blue light, yeah. Yeah, or just above blue now, but just above the blue light. Yeah, the blue light's going on and off. You can even shut that off in settings. I'm gonna see if I can get your lamp on. Boy, it sure got dark here. There we go. Yeah. And uh, so I'm gonna hit stop, but this will run for eight minutes and then shut off. And then there's uh, medium. It gives you an intensity with six. And this is pretty much where once you build up to it, where you can use it daily, twice daily for eight minutes. And that's how you sustain better blood flow continuously. Because as you saw in that green screen video, Dr. Burka, our medical director, was explaining mm -hmm. that the effect will last because this is what the body already knows how to do. And it'll last anywhere from you know 10 hours to 16 hours. He said up to 18 hours. Wow. So like tonight, it's too late for me to do an afternoon session or I'll be up all night. So right. I'm going to do a relaxation session and I'll show that to you next. Uh, we're going to skip this and I'll show you the special programs that run with these two body mats. Okay. Mm -hmm. This one is to help you relax to go to sleep mm -hmm. and it just runs for eight minutes on intensity two and it drops to intensity one. It does not have the power boost. And the unique thing about this special, it's just called special, is that these only operate at the 10 hertz, the relaxation frequency. So you're just chilling right before bedtime. Okay. And then hit it and it's doing its thing.
I don't have anything plugged into channel two, so that's why it's not showing anything. Now, if we go special two, this is kind of cool. You can use this in the morning. I don't know. I I might use it if I need a, like a, a second wind later in the day and I don't want to do a full, you know, uh, intensity program. I could probably use this because, again, it's the low. Uh, it's just the lower of the two frequencies, the 10 hertz at intensity one, um, two, three, and four. So it goes one through four. And for eight minutes, so two minutes on each setting. And just enough to sort of like rev you back up a little bit, but not to where you're super energized, mm -hmm. but you're more alert and focused, but relaxed. Now right. this one is really amazing. This is, um, it goes intensity two, and then it drops to intensity one. So that's four minutes. And then for 12 minutes, you're at that second, that at the lowest setting you can be at, and then back up to intensity two. And this is supposed to be a recovery mode for 20 minutes. So this could be your power nap okay. during the day. Um, I would use this for my prayer and meditation, honestly, because I do a 20 minute meditation in the morning and in the evening. Mm. So not using if, uh, if it's not coinciding time wise with my morning eight minute session, this is perfect. And you can use it any time of day um, that you feel like you want to just take a, take a break, you know, and de-stress. Um, and refresh. Basically, it's a refresh type mode because that's super low energy. It's not going to, you know, blow you out of the park. But if you look here, that's your get ready to run a mile. You know, that's your comp competition. Um, okay. That's your, I'm going skiing up in the mountains. You want to get on the Beamer on 10 for eight minutes before you do. So I call it my five hour energy drink, especially I like on the it. venues. And I'm starting to get tired in the afternoon and, you know, the sun's not down yet. And I don't fall asleep at the wheel. I'll stop at the gas station. I'll have the, I'm going to, I'm going to wait for the seat cushion because I'm still using my old one for this, but that seat cushion is great. Or actually you can even use just this pad mm -hmm. and just press down your spine. And then you could even just, when you get to the next gas station stop, you can put it under your, uh, like over your thighs or under your thighs and just sit on it and run the other eight minutes uh, while you're driving. You can have this secured in the passenger side of the car. You just don't want it going flying. And it'll shut itself off. So each gas station stop, you can then set it aside and pack it away if you need to. Um, but yeah, you could you could almost get a whole body session if you're traveling, just with the control box and B pad, and then maybe the B spot. But I would use a B pad like in two different spots to get like 16 minutes because there's only four coils in here, so you're not covering the whole body. But it's enough to give you a reboot, you know, until you get to your destination. For example, these yeah. are just some of my practical kind of ways I use it. With all so that's road trips. That would be great. Oh, this is a godsend for road trips, especially yeah. when everybody. And then programs. Now we're going to show you the programs. These okay. are designed typically for the smaller applicators. Okay. Because they're changing intensities. Like here's the low intensity one. That's very nice. Right. And it goes uh, intensity two, three, and then four minutes on intensity four. And that alternate the 10 and 30 Hertz. And it's going to be actually at a higher power. These guys, these these two applicators right here, wait, where are they? These two put out triple the power intensity of the body mats. The body mats are always set to the lowest intensity. Okay. So their highest intensity when you're laying on the B body or the B bed is going to be 50 microtesla on 10. This can get up to 150 microtesla on 10. Wow. So that's why you can get by with using fewer coils because it's a higher power when you need it for right. like when you can't get to where you can lay down or get in an anti-gravity chair, like with this, this guy here, mm -hmm. the B-Bot. 
And uh, <clears throat> so this is a nice low, um, it's great for uh, up to, let's say muscle tightness. Mm. Okay, would be one of the things that this could help with. And uh, when you're wanting to deal with something that's a little deeper in the body or like in the torso area, like your organ, deep organ areas that you're thinking about, um, this is a really good setting here. Program two, it goes up to six. Okay. But see, none of, them, none of them last eight minutes. That eight minute is the magic time to get that 12 to 16 hours of uh, sustained better blood flow. So that's your baseline. It's like brushing your teeth twice a day, right? And then here is the superpower. This is great uh, for um, really, really uncomfortable areas. Like, especially if it's like an acute um, situation, like you just, like I did not that long ago, I was closing a storm window um, before I closed the windows at night. Cause I had the screens, you know, I was just had the window screens and I'm dropping this uh, storm window down and it slipped and smashed like guillotine my finger. I don't know if you can see this, uh, where is it? Where's my finger at? There it goes. See that purple Ouch. spot? On? That was an owie boo-boo. And, you know, the first thing you do is you get a little Tourette's. You start cussing. But normally you'd run for an ice pack. Uh-uh. I go straight to the beamer. Put it, you know, you put my hand on this spot like this. Mm -hmm. Put it on program three. Run it. And just sit there for 20 minutes. And by the time you're done, you're like, oh, you can almost, um, you know, kind of touch it and everything. And it's not swollen. There's, I can't get my finger in the camera. So yeah, I see it. Looks this like a bruise in your nail. Yeah, and that was you could tell how many weeks ago that was because it's halfway gone already from the base of my nail. But this exact same fingertip I crushed in the garage door when it rolled down off its tracks. You know those panels? Yeah. It's, I smushed my finger. So anyway, I showed you everything. Let's go back. Yeah, we did the three special programs. And oh yeah, here's the last part. This is super cool. You can custom program three of your own settings sorry about the yeah. light right, right but there's um this one if i go oh there we go okay. okay so this is uh expert mode one and this is something i set i just did this myself i set up prime numbers just for the heck of it it was just like mm -hmm. my own kind of mad science experiment mm -hmm. i don't know if that's anything different from program two but it's kind of fun and then this is for expos if somebody wants to know what like program two feels like but they don't have 16 minutes. I did my own custom eight minute, but people can put whatever they want in here. Um, here's, here's another one um, where I did like a com compacted program three from 20 minutes to eight minutes just mm -hmm. for flat expos to get the experience. But you can put, let's say somebody's super sensitive to energy and the lowest intensity on intensity mode is uh, low is, is intensity three. Here you can do eight minutes of intensity one if you need it for people that are super sensitive to energy. Because uh, some people are, you know, they have those, um, not autoimmune, what do you call it? Um, you know, like people that can't be around high tension wires and stuff, they feel it right, right. away. Yes, you know? no, some people are very sensitive. Uh, the yeah. same thing with like the uh, electromagnetic radiation, yes. like some people yeah. feel it much more than other people. Yeah. yeah. And so if somebody's super sensitive like that, we would have them on low and have them stay there for a long time. I met a lady, one of my clients who bought a beamer, she and her uh, cousin, I think, went in on it. And she was so sensitive to smells and electromagnetic energy. Everything bothered her. And it happened that she had not a vaccination, but had swine flu infection. Mm -hmm. Many years. 
So she'd been living with this for a long, long time. Sorry, I had to get some water here. Wow, yeah. wow. that's interesting. Distilled water. Oh. Look on the counter here. It's kind of, need to hydrate. Yes. But anyway, yeah. She, uh, when the first time we tried the Beamer on her, I actually drove to their her home on my way back from a conference in St. Louis, and she couldn't even make it through eight minutes on intensity one without the plus on it. She was at like, whoa, I'm feeling dizzy. And I was like, okay, we'll stop here. And we shut it off, but she still wanted it because she knew it was, it was affecting her. And I checked in with her about a year later. She contacted me. She had a question about something. And she said, oh, my gosh, yeah, I can use the sleep cycle. I can do everything. I'm doing so much better. I'm like, oh, my God, that's uh, what you want. Yeah. yeah. So your body gets thrown off by stresses, uh, whatever they happen to be. In her case, it was a flu. And then that just caused things to snowball to where she had all these intolerances and sensitivities develop. Right. And, uh, and then everything starts to go downhill from there. Like, let's say your uh, chronic illness of a particular type runs in your family. And all of a sudden you, you think, oh my God, am I going to get that? Cause mom had it, dad had it. Well, you could, but you don't have to, right. or you might even start having it. Like I kind of had that experience with a couple issues and I didn't realize until I got the Beamer that my goodness, I had some capacity to reverse this mm -hmm. by just blood flow. So in other words, uh, that, that disruption in microcirculation becomes a vicious cycle. You know, the sicker you get, the sicker you get, you know, sure. and that's, it's nice to know that your body hasn't completely shut down, but it may take a while, you know, and that's the hardest thing to convince people of with Beamer, because if, if they have a chronic problem, they don't see an immediate improvement, they'll go, ah, that thing doesn't work. It's like, you got to try it for a while. So, uh, one, at one of our conferences, a lady talked about how you're going to come across people who are open-minded skeptics, which I was, and you're going to have closed-minded skeptics mm. and the people you can't convince them for love or money that this is going to do any good and yeah. you waste your time. Just say, it's not for you then, yeah. you know, and uh, let them live with their life the way it is, you know, yeah. like, you know, athletes, people who have their careers online or something they want to do, they are going to be more open to making an investment right. um, in the Beamer because they know it can either prolong their performance or maintain their ability to maintain their employment. And, you know, that's kind of the same philosophy I had with my surgeries. You know, I wanted people to get back to their lives and it's nice to know I can still at least offer something, you know, even yeah. though I'm not offer something to people as an option, if they want to make an effort to uh, invest in it and, use it. I mean, it's one thing to spend the money on it. Some people have a lot of money and they just buy one. They, they don't even use it like they should. Right. Complain right. about it, but it's like, wow, you're not getting your money's worth if you're not using it. <laughs> yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. I, it doesn't work just because you bought it. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. You have to make the, both the time and the financial investment. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is. And, and that's why one of the comments that uh, we discuss in our our Zoom calls, our sales calls and medical calls is that uh, Beamer is part of a lifestyle change, yeah. you know, incorporating better nutrition, incorporating better sleep hygiene, incorporating better exercise. Uh, Beamer is sort of a uh, rhythm device. It's, it's actually giving the rhythm back to your blood vessels. So to maintain that, 
it's it, and grounding, I think, is what people call grounding, where they're standing barefoot on the ground. Yeah. That's pretty cool, you know, yeah. unless you're like right next to a nuclear power plant or something, maybe getting some weird vibrations from that. Yeah. But I would say of all the different modalities out there, including other PEMF devices, when people have asked me about grounding, intuitively, I think that Beamer is perhaps closer in concept to that activity. Yeah. So it's and, you know, yeah, it sounds like it. Um, I mean, they have like grounding PMF uh, type mats. Like I actually have one that I put mm -hmm. on my bed. Um, yeah. Plug it in and it's actually, it, it mimics, you know, grounding. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, it sounds similar in terms of yeah. the mechanisms. Yeah. And, but, but what we don't know and what I'd love to see, and uh, God rest his soul, Dr. Klopp passed away. So his, uh, Microcirculation Research Institute kind of died with him. He had all the equipment and could study the blood flow. And that's how he, he was able to do the comparative studies of these different PEMF devices. I'm trying to get back in my little comfy chair here. Um, with the PEMF devices uh, that he studied, and he was able to compare, you know, apples to apples, basically. Run the machine the way the company recommends, and then test the blood flow of the uh, human volunteers to see how it compared and how long did it, if it did improve, how long did it sustain an improvement above baseline? Right. And that's realized Beamer was head and shoulders above these other pieces of equipment who didn't even perceive to make a claim about what they did. They just had those generic uh, feel good type of um, sales talking points. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sorry, go yeah. On. yeah, no, no. I just say Beamer has some of that too, so there's some overlap. So people go, Well, this one says that it gives you better, whatever, too. It's like, Yeah, but you know what? Did you check the blood flow? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I was just wondering because uh, its primary function does seem to be an impact on blood flow. Uh, do you think that it would have the potential to help with uh, detoxifying from? some things we're experiencing right now, whether it be, you know, the air or the food or the injections. Um, well, you know, um, I, I, I can, I can sort of address my own personal uh, observations about sure. the effect of Beamer on me, as far as um, elimination, let's say just helping to eliminate stored uh, undesired Sure. Um, metabolites, products, whatever. Mm -hmm. And again, without measuring it, you know, I have to be very yeah, precise. Right. If you don't test, you're, you're just guessing. Yeah. Yeah. So just to say this, that if I were to do a week um, long, because one of the things that we were doing with the previous model, the professional model is there was a cycle called the basic plan where you'd operate at uh, for a whole week, twice a day, you'd operate at intensity three mm -hmm. and then you'd up to four for a week and then five and then six and then back down to three well you know i'm i'm doing the dr obvious experiment i'm going to try them all i'll do a week on one a week on two so i was doing a 10-week cycle going from one to ten and then back down to one and i learned something number one when i was up around those higher intensities now we only jump from six to ten uh unless you do a custom program you could still do these other intermediate intensity uh, uh 
power levels, if you need them, you could put them in that that special expert mode yourself. Okay. But I did not like the way I felt Mm. after a week's worth of eight, nine, or ten. Because it affected my ability to get to sleep. I was cranky. I was more irritable. And probably just not it just generally more edgy. So right. if, if I was having a detox of something, I was, I was at least over-energized, okay, yeah. to the least. So I realized that the basic plan, intensity three, four, five, six is good. But I actually, with all my health challenges that I had, I, I do better at four, five, six, seven. And since the new device came out and you only have like two choices on your basic settings, I want to get to the point where I'm ha- doing a direct comparison one week using intensity six on the old Beamer and then using medium setting here with the new Beamer mm-hmm. uh, and see if my sleep cycles change. And I'm one of these geeks that has a Fitbit. I got right. the cheapy, but it, it does give you sleep scores. So I have a real objective way to tell me how's my sleep doing. But it got backed up the last few months. I couldn't, I had to kind of table my research project until things get more balanced out. And um, so, yeah, clinical studies are not easy. That's why evidence-based research, just to circle back to, sorry, Jen Saki, circle back to the um, uh, thing about, you know, what's happened with science and and publishing. Clinical studies are very, very difficult because there are so many variables. Here, it's just me. I have right. a very simple, a simple protocol I want to follow, and yet so many life issues have happened that it's hard to have a controlled experiment. You can't control. You can't even control your own body sometimes. So, right. Um, it's going to be one of these long-term tracking comparisons to see. But I, from what I've experienced so far, uh, and I'm still, I still have my old model on my bed because I'm trying to keep this one super nice for. <laughs> shows and expos and demonstrations. So uh, I'm using my new Beamer a little more sparingly, but um, if I were to take it and put it on the bed for a week and just use it for the eight minutes in the morning, the eight minutes in the afternoon, let's say late afternoon, um, and then use some of these special programs that would sort of mimic the old special program that we had, we don't have now. It used to run for two hours. You could run it for two hours, but FDA made us pull it. So, uh, but if you're in Canada or the rest of the planet, you could still get it. <laughs> you know, so you're what? Oh, Canada you, or the rest yeah, of the planet? Yeah. Programming. They didn't change. Yeah, no, the, program. the FDA seems to in- inhibit a lot more than they advance. Yeah. <laughs> but on the flip side, again, you know, you always try to um, look at it, look at what benefit may have come of that. It did. It did force beamer to innovate further sure and, and, no, it sounds like it yeah so now they have these unique special programs so they have two that use that same low intensity setting mm-hmm. for eight minutes like i said one's a wind down one's a wind up but since i've been mm-hmm. using that other two hour one for so long it's like the eight minute ones aren't phasing me at all but that 20 minute one pretty close <laughs> pretty close I, and so i think over time, what I'll see is that the sleep scores will be equally good because yeah. really nothing else is equivalent. The same signal, the same waveform, the same intensities, uh, just a different pretty box, you know, with music and that type of thing. And then just tweaking that one special program that's for that rest and recovery type 
mode. So mm-hmm. you can't, you're really essentially, it, it's like your car. Some days you're going to get in and drive it 10 times to go to the, you know, run errands and whatnot. And other days you're not going to pull it out of the garage. So right. uh, those not taking your car to the garage days, you're probably just going to do your eight minutes in the morning, eight minutes in the evening. But when you've got to be up and about and going and doing this and that, and then you go and get a boo-boo or something or something starts to hurt because you lifted a box the wrong way. All of a sudden you got your Beamer and you could throw on an extra program, uh, target the area of discomfort, or let's say ate too big a spicy meal or something. And you want to help with your digestion. Um, uh, then, you know, you put it across your belly so that the blood flow to your gut is optimized and then your digestive system is optimized. So wow. then all things are moving the way they should. Uh, I call it improvement in movement. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. I'd be curious to try for my rain outs because that's a circulatory issue. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And and again, that I'm thinking, I don't know for sure, but I'm thinking that that would be um, something that would require long-term use to get that brain nodes rebalanced because right. that is a hyperactive autonomic response, you know, and it's a neurovascular response. Yeah. So to re-regulate that may take a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have noticed, and again, this is so incremental and it's like the hair and the tortoise, but year after year with the nerve damage in my hands, I've developed a lot of cold intolerance. That's not Raynaud's, but it could be, I mean, where you go outside, your hands get so cold, you have to mm-hmm. shove them in hot water, like a yeah. hot tub come up or yeah. those red lights, you know, okay. to, because you just, there's nothing else you can do. Raynaud's yeah. in case of that, but it is a, a cold intolerance and it's a dysautonomia is the name for it. In other words, you're, autonomic nervous system overreacts and doesn't reset as quickly as it should. Now, what we could do over time is help that reset happen the way it should more regularly, but I've got a feeling it would take a long, long time. And any other factors that affect Raynaud's, be they medical, hormonal, nutritional, would also have to be addressed. So I would say you're never going to not never, but at least within the first few months to years of owning a Beamer, right. someone with nodes would still have to do all their standard rain nodes, mm-hmm. uh, countermeasures. We'll use that word, you know, use your, the things, adaptations. Okay. But where the beauty of it is, I find with things like that, where I have to do some adaptation to compensate for a problem I may have, um, is that you find that the severity and intensity and necessity of those countermeasures over time seems to dwindle may never go away, but you know, it just becomes less intense. And until you reflect back on how was I before, right? How I am now after using Beamer for a year or two, you go, Oh, wow. I was way worse off before. (laughs) Right. right. And how do you, you know, that's an individual experience, but I don't know anybody that has a Beamer long-term and, that isn't still reporting something new getting better or in their quality of life. Right. You know? And until like some right. utter, you know, insurmountable catastrophe were to happen, mm-hmm. this helps you keep things in better check. And it's all about balance. It really is a balancing type uh, be, technology. Everything's about balance. That, that oh. seems to be the, the name of the game. That's uh, the homeostasis, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, I'm a big fan of integrative health. Like you talked about and, uh, looking at 
and just the rational use of all these modalities and seeing where, you know, where they complement each other. So you're not working against each other. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be competing factor forces. It could be, you know, harmonized. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably one of the few brain surgeons and neurosurgeons out there that would send people for acupuncture and uh, chiropractic and stuff because it was, Hey, we can only go so far. Insurance is only going to pay for 12 physical therapy visits. Then what do you do? Your pain's still there. Right. Right. Not surgical. And it's like, Oh gosh, now what we do. If I would have known about Beamer, I would have had one in my waiting room. Everybody waiting to see me. Yeah. yeah, because by the time they got in there, first of all, they wouldn't be mad if I ran late because I ran late all the time. Right. They'd be all relaxed and taking a nap in my lobby. And then they could come in and we could really look at what was going on and see what what how they responded to the Beamer. And uh, I don't know where it would have gone. I don't know where it would have transitioned to over time. Um, in, my, in that uh, scenario, I probably would not have any billing for it. It would just be a free courtesy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, uh, I've, I know doctors that have like a spouse who's a nurse practitioner or something, and she opens her own medical spa next door. And anybody who wants to pay cash to get those sessions, they can do it. It's not pushed or self-referral. Right. It's just but it could be a complimentary kind of other tool in the toolbox. Complimentary, yeah. So if you're interested, go talk to my wife. Right. You know, but you don't have That's to. Great. I'm you. I'm not driving sales. You know, it's like if you want one. Great. You know, if you want to just pay us for sessions, that's fine too. You know, in other words, it's all about um, letting people be comfortable with their decision because it's a big investment, it, you know, I, right. for most, you know, how, I how had, much are they? Okay. This one here, um, this new professional set Evo or no premium set Evo is the name of it. EVO. Mm-hmm. This currently in the USA, it's $5,490. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or forget I, Nine ninety for mine right. in twenty seven five four nine zero plus state sales tax. Okay, and then there will be add on applicators. Uh, the light when they come in will be just under a thousand dollars, about something, and plus tax again. The IRS makes Beamer charge state sales tax at the point of sale. So unless you live in a state that doesn't have state sales tax, right. You- they have no control over it. This is they have to follow sure. those, and this is all handled out of Europe. So when you work with me, and somebody wants to order a Beamer, and I help them set their account up, and we make sure the sale goes through properly, I don't get that money. It doesn't come through me at all. Mm-hmm. I don't even, you know, I don't even look at your credit right. card number. You know, we just get that part taken care of. We make sure the order went through, and then it's up to the me to check my back office to see. Uh, I, I will get some updates on shipping, you know, in my business email, but right. the customer is the one who's going to get all the notifications about here's your order. Here's the invoice. Here's the shipping date, you know, and the 30, no, the three year warranty starts the day they ship it out. Not the day you order, but the day they ship it. Okay. So you still get just a few days under depending on customs, you know, clearing it. The day that but it arrives, but, uh, I agree a hundred percent. It should be the day it arrives. Yeah. That, but I don't know. I don't have control over that. But right. Fair enough. There's also a 30 day, 90% refund policy. Let's say you get it. And for some reason, like deal breaker, you can't use it and you need the cash. They'll take it back. They okay. can't refund it, but they'll charge you a 10% restocking fee. 
Okay. So you fund it on 90% of that 54, 90 plus tax. Okay. So, um, you, you know, it's like, it's, it's as fair as it can be for this being, you know, really a high tech piece of equipment. And I can tell sure. you, uh, I was at a, a, a presented at a, a professional um, event as a physician where I could show this to my colleagues that Beamer gave me clearance to do um, with my credentials. And there was some equipment next to me that was analog. Okay. And the basic setup is something you attach to the operating table to hold somebody's head in place for brain surgery. It looks like fancy, like head clamp, like from the hardware store, but that was $12,000. And the little pins to hold the head, okay? Those are like a pack of those is, I don't know, you have to replace them every time. They're disposable uh, for each person because it goes through their skin. Um, Those little pins are, you know, a constant chargeable cost. So the hospital buy the $12,000, you know, base clamp thing and then charge the patient for its use and charge the patient for those replacement pins and the insurance would then process that bill. You know, so they didn't know sure. that there had been a $12,000 vice claim, you know, with su- such and such. That's why when you see hospital bills and they're sky high, uh, some of it is probably a, a big markup to make up for whatever um, losses that they may have and uh, covering all their overhead. But uh, part of it is just the actual cost of this stuff is, I, I mean, I operated using a $200,000 microscope, you know. It's like, a, you know, I was, I was like looking through a Ferrari, you know? Um, yeah. So, so yeah, allopathic, you know, high but tech. To be fair, but, if you're working with someone's brain, I, yeah, that's. Yeah, you want stuff to be right. You want it to be good quality. And that's why. Um, you you want to know, you want to be able to see what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. See what you're doing and make sure it's reliable. You have a bright light source. It's not going to break on you. It's going to be sturdy. You had to be able to steer it in all different directions. And that's why when I say, you know, I appreciate the technology of this equipment, I'm appreciating it from the perspective of the expensive high-tech equipment I worked with in my practice and in my operation. So um, not that anybody cares about that, but it's one of the reasons I am confident in what this does and and how reliable it's been. It's reproducible and reliable. And, and almost predictable. You can almost predict like in horses, we have a blanket for horses. You can almost predict, you can tell the owner of the horse, this is what's going to happen first. This is what's going to happen next. Because the animals go through their relaxation phase right. in a 5, 10 or 15 minute session. And it helps them do the same thing, rest and recover. And it is easier to see it's a balancing of that fight or flight, rest and relax right. balance of the nervous system it's a lot easier to see in horses than it is in people sure yeah they're they're not quite as complex <laughs> yeah. they, they, they are and they're very happy too as a matter of fact the animals are so conditioned that when they start seeing that beamer blanket they're like queuing up let's go <laughs> oh wow that's funny power nap you know interesting. yeah yeah and uh, i just uh, spoke to a lady who got a horse blanket here locally she said her she's having a very favorable response from all the clients at her um, stables and wow. with their horses. So um, I've been trying to keep in touch with her, but she's super busy, you know, yeah. but pretty happy with the response that she was getting. Uh, wow. With- that's awesome. 
Well, this, is, you know? this is fascinating. It I, is I if have, yeah. Um, if you have anything else you want to add, please do. And if not, then tell everybody where they can find you, find uh, a Beamer if they want. Absolutely. Um, well, my uh, website, uh, let's see, you know what, let me do this. Um, I'm going to see if I can find, okay, we're going to put this, uh, I know what I can do. Let me go, what I'm doing right now is I'm looking in my f- images. Okay. I'm going to see if I can find a... Oh, here it is. Okay, I'm going to put up my business card. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is get to the screen share. Yes. And do a screenshot of this. Uh, share content, share screen. And I got to start broadcast. And let's see if it worked. There it is. Oh, there we go. All right. Awesome. So, yeah, so the website is uh, com. And that is the email as well, mywellnessvibe.outlook.com. And there is the phone number there. The phone number for those who are listening, not watching, is 812-343-0098. And yeah. So, yeah. And then, so I would say the best way if somebody really wants to get a hold of me quick, call me. 812-343-0098 or text me. That's my cell. Okay. Um, I've had people tell me they can't find my wellnessvibe.com, but you have to clear your browser and then it flips you over to the Beamer Group website, which is a little bit longer. That's why it's not on my card. And email, being an Outlook email address, some people have had trouble with it. Okay. Hey, you know, it's my cell phone. Text me, um, you know, uh, just if uh, text me is best because then you could go, hi, Daria, I saw your podcast. I'm interested in Beamer. My name is so-and-so. Because I get a lot of spam texts too, so if, oh, if you identify yourself in in the body of the text, then I can get on the phone with you, and we can I could add you to my contacts and start sending you um, some educational materials. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Okay, and I don't know if you're tired, we can stop here. Uh, yeah, we've been on it for a few hours, so because I had one more eight minute video, but it's not really essential unless you really want to see it. How, how long is it? It's like seven and a half minutes. And what what is it showing? It's it's just it's more of like a promo. Okay, so well, I hope this was uh, helpful, and uh, I, it was really fascinating for me. So yeah, I think it will be very helpful, and uh, hopefully, yeah, people will find value and reach out. Yeah, so and you're not too far away. So if you are passing up towards Indianapolis or parts north here, let me know because I live a couple miles off the freeway. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got that far. Yeah, so. and and I got the indoor pool, so if you need some pool time, <laughs> hey, yeah, <laughs> that sounds it's, great. Yeah, awesome. It's like just just know I have a cluttered house, and I apologize in advance. It's not to worry. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll definitely be in touch, and uh, yeah, I'll let you know if we're passing through Indiana. All righty. Well, say say good night to Lynn for me. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. All right. Bye bye.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.